welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. I almost forgot that I had to say something. Yeah, you gotta say your name. I was thinking about the the book I just read <laughs> that we're gonna do next week. Yeah, we'll we'll have a discussion about that book. Hit. But <laughs> it was, was kind of like I was like in a haze. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is our last episode of 2020. <gasps> oh my god, we we made it. I mean, let's just hope 2021 doesn't tell 2020 to hold its beer. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I keep saying people are like, "Man, I can't wait till next year; it'll be better." I'm you like, know what? I said that last year, and look what fucking happened. <laughs> right? We said we've been saying that we've been saying it for the past like I, four I, years. I think I've been saying that since like 2015. Oh, it's gonna get better. Oh, it's gonna get better. No, it has not gotten better. No, it keeps getting worse. It just keeps getting worse. It's gonna get worse. Like, well, why? Why are you thinking that 2021 is gonna be any better? You know, if we're having all these problems with 2020, like it, it all has to start somewhere where the change happens for the better, where things get figured out you know it just doesn't all of a sudden get better because the number changes right so i mean and i get it i mean that you want to have that hope you know you want to do that and you want to say that and everything i'm fine with that you know and i'll 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 pitch in too but man yeah anyways uh sorry hope you guys had a good christmas yep we are taping this on christmas day after christmas which uh I thought it was a pretty good Christmas. Yeah. You know, all things considered. You know, we got uh, got some gimmicks, got some stuff. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like a lot of people this year are probably like, man, you know, this year really sucked. So maybe we can at least make Christmas good for whoever it is, you know, and however it is that you do that. You know, if you're, if you're donating, if you're giving gifts to your family or whatever, you know, that's uh, it's a good thing, you know, because you want. To just, you know, it's been a rough year for a lot of people. Yeah. Very confusing year. Uh, very frustrating year. <clears throat> and uh, I'm kind of glad that we're almost. Uh, Let's hope it's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, we got a vaccine for crying out loud. Which yeah. I, I'm surprised, you know, I'm really, I really look am. Look at science. Surprised. Look at science. Yeah. Look, but, but just people, look at it. Just look at science. And people are like, man, science, man, don't want to believe in science. It's like, what do you mean? Fucking science. Are you kidding? That's a fucking miracle. That's a fucking, that's, that's, that's insane. That's people with fucking brains in their goddamn working head. Really hard working, together. Working really hard to save humanity. I, and you know what? We don't deserve to be saved. No, I know. It's like, why are we even doing it? We, we why are you doing that? We are awful. Don't know. We see, we see it. It's like, it's like, uh, <laughs> um, it reminds me of that. There's a, somebody started, I didn't see enough of it, but there was this, mm, meme going around when uh wasn't it like early this year where mm. they were like hey there's ufos and shit oh yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. And, somebody, and everybody's like not now <laughs> yeah yeah and everybody, there was this meme where like it was that scene from 20 uh from uh it's always sunny yeah where like matt and mac and uh dennis were living together uh-huh and like mac's putting down the plate of like food and mac just throws it across the room yeah you know and i picture that's kind of like what People, what humanity is going to do with like all this hard work that people are doing, you know, to 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 get get us out of this pandemic. People are just going, like, you know, yeah, because we are a trash species. Oh, one hundred percent trash species. I wish I was something else. Oh wait, I shouldn't wish. Oh no. Oh, oh no. We're gonna fucking talk about oh, that. Oh no, I can't wish. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, that was unintentional. That was a good. That was a good that, joke. Very good joke. Um, I'm so proud. Um, but yeah, so. 
yeah, Christmas was good though. I got some books. Yeah. I got uh You got figs? I got figs. You got books. I got a book, yeah. You got figs. Yeah. I think actually that book my dad gave me, I think I already have it. Upstairs. What the, oh, the writing book? Yeah. I was really scared to open that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Cause one time he gave me a book by Bill O'Reilly and, uh, it went back like ASAP. Was that, was that, was that when we were together? Yeah. When we were still in LA. Did, I don't remember that. Yeah. He sent me killing Lincoln and I was like, oh no, oh, oh. no. And I just returned. Yeah, but here's the, but here's the thing. I just exchanged it. I know, but he knows that you like Lincoln. He doesn't. He knows I like books and I understand that, but I'm like, dad, I'm not reading your conservative bullshit. Your conservative, not even historically accurate bullshit. Yeah, it's right. like a fucking fantasy. I'm not reading it. Don't give it this to me. Fanfic. Uh, yeah. I'm not reading this fanfic. I got plenty of my own. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I was really afraid of what I, I was like, please don't let this be like art of the deal or some fucking nonsense. <laughs> oh, oh God. And no, you imagine if that popped up. Oh, oh I, I don't know how I would have reacted, babe. I would have, I would have screamed hard. I would have been, I would have been like, ah, <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, <laughs> um, no. But luckily, luckily, it was a book on writing. So thank you. That was very thanks, Dad. Yeah. But then he's like, "I'm waiting for your novel," and I'm like, "Well, I already fucking wrote one, but you don't want to read it because there's literally sex in it. I do not want my father to read that." I don't know. Hey, if he wants to read here's, it, here you do. Here you go, Dad. Here's a here's a scene of me describing a blowjob. Yeah. Would you like to read this? No, I do not want him reading that. It's fine for strangers. Jennifer, it's not your okay. book was uh was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. Well, we got him to watch Mando. That was actually kind of exciting because I, I haven't I, seen because I haven't seen neither have I that in a while. I've ever forgotten. I feel like it's been like 800 years since that show's been right. On. I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot what happened at the beginning of this show. <laughs> and I uh, I love the, the 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 idea that you know we've seen Mando kind of like soften. Yeah, soften, soften. Yeah, he's gone and on a journey. He's gone on a journey. He's trying to become more of a more of a dude, regular dude, instead of just a just a, a crazy bounty yeah. hunter. Yeah. And, uh, but we get to see that in the beginning of these a couple episodes and just the, just that part where he's, he's the, the, the Jawas, he's with the Jawas because the Jawas, you know, he landed, on, ship. he landed on that ship and he stole the ship. They stole, the sh- they stripped the ship and him and Nick Nolte have to go get his parts back. And, and the Jawas are like, they're like, haha, fuck you. Right. You know, basically they're just taunting him and he's like, oh, I'll show you. And he starts shooting fire at the Yeah. yeah See if they understand this. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to trade anything because it's my shit. You took it from me. And he's right. And he's 100% right. And they're just like making fun of him. And he just fucking, and they tell him his jaw is terrible. And he's just like, here's fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right, man. Don't calm the fuck down. <laughs> Yeah, there's some good there's some good uh, stuff in that though, and it's yeah. actually it's actually one of those shows like I feel like at some point we'll be like, man, we need to rewatch that again. Yeah, definitely. Which, and it's totally worth it. Oh, it's totally worth it. It's a really good show. Yeah, which that's, by the way, that's why because you know we put Disney Plus on my parents' TV, and of course they don't know how to use it. No. Um, but I kept telling my dad because my dad likes Star Wars. My dad's always liked Star Wars. Uh-huh. Ever you know when I was a kid, he has like you he know had the vinyl. Yeah, he had like the Star Wars soundtrack on vinyl. He still has it. Like from when I was a kid, probably even before I was born, he uh-huh. still has that fucking thing. Yeah. And he has the VHS tapes, like the original ones. He still has them. And I've told my mom not to get rid of them. Yeah, don't get rid of those because that's like the only last. That, uh, yeah, I said, don't do it. Documentation Trust me. of things that were real McClunky. before they got. Yeah, well, there's no McClunky. Exactly. And Shahan shoots first. Han, so, and Han I shoots first. Like, and, 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 jo- you know, we're. We're it's pure Star Wars. Yeah. And I was like, don't get rid of that stuff. But 
my dad's always liked shit like that. You know, and I've talked about this before that my dad's always been like a huge nerd, but he was like way, he was born too early. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, don't get rid of the shit. And I kept saying, trust me, you're going to like, I think you're going to like the Mandalorian. And when we were yesterday, we were just like, hey, you know, because we're a bubble. There's only four of us. Yeah, it's only it's my parents and me and Sean. And that's it. So it's not like a huge family gathering. But I was like, dad, I think you're gonna like this. And he didn't want to watch it at first. He's like, eh. And I was like, no, 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 trust me. I think you should watch this. So my mom forced him to sit down and watch it with us. <laughs> and then I could tell about 10 minutes in, he like, he was sitting on the couch and he kind of like put his foot up on it and he like turned towards more towards the TV. And I was like, he fucking likes the show. Yeah. Well, I was like, like, there it is. Well, even he popped, he, he popped for, uh, um, the speeders, the speeders, but also the part where is it the first episode. I don't remember with the, with the shootout. Oh yeah. He said it was like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance. Yeah. Kid. He knew. And I was like, yeah, it's a space Western. Yeah. It's a space Western. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a space Western. It's a, you know, it's space lone wolf and cub. It's that's why I knew space he's like it. you know, it's stuff like that. I mean, it's cause he loves that shit. And yeah. I'm like, you will like this. And he did. And I was like, cool. So next I told him we watched two episodes. We'll watch more. And next time we'll go over. We'll watch I can another. tell. Cause he was like, we were like, Hey, do you want to watch another one? It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, oh, right, I was like, good. You like Mando. I thought you would. Good. We'll watch. We'll watch Mando. Keep your, keep your mom happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Occupied. Cause she gets mad. She's like, I don't like any of this shit. I'm like, how about you just fucking sit down and watch it? Yeah. Trust me. Your mom would like stuff on Disney plus. <laughs> My mom likes nothing. That's true. <laughs> so other than that, Christmas was fine. All right. Stick around folks. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. To see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could make the podcasts. That they never could. In time, you will know what it is like to cross over, to feel so desperately that the comic is right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. March 2021 still arrives. Evacuate the network. Engage all defenses. And get this man a cold Mountain Dew. Ooh, a cold Mountain Dew. Haven't tried one of those. Nah, nah, nah. Make it warm. Thank you. Sun isn't something one considers when podcasting an event. But this <laughs> does put a smile on my face.
who the hell are you guys? The Merry Marvel Marching Society. We don't know where we're going, but we're on the way. A podcasting crossover mega event in the spirit of JL May. Coming in March 2021. Covering Marvel's fall crossover event, Axe of Vengeance. A cabal of evil threatens the Avengers and the entire Marvel Universe. Doctor Doom, the Red Skull, Kingpin, Doctor Doom, Magneto, the Wizard, Doctor Doom, the Mandarin, and Doctor Doom have banded together to pit Earth's mightiest heroes against foes they have never faced before. An array of heroes face enemies they are totally unfamiliar with. But who is secretly pulling the vengeful cabal strings? And can the Avengers take down the true mastermind before his hidden scheme succeeds? Featuring podcasts from Third Degree Burn, Back to the Bins, Avenger Spotlight, Coffee and Comics, Comic Book Time Machine, Doom Speak, Fan Holes Podcast, Fire and Water Podcast Network, Head Speaks, Into the Weird, Justice Not Entirely Dissimilar to Lightning, a Thunderbolts Podcast, Longbox Crusade, Married with Comics, The Quantum Cast, Resurrections, an Adam Warlock Podcast, Rolled Spine Podcasts, and Views from the Longbox. Marching its way to your favorite podcatchers and hosting sites in 2021. Act of Vengeance, a true story. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our spoilers Mm. for this week. We are talking about Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. The 2020 motion picture. Yes. We saw this on HBO Max. Which is now, it's, it's, because it's up for like a month, I think, right? I don't know. I thought it was up, up. It said it was up until like January something. Oh, really? I didn't see that part. Yeah, it's up Mm. for January something. It's up for like 30 days or something like that. And then it, you know, and then it, then you have to wait for it to come like back on the the thing. But, you know, they're giving it because they're giving it the theatrical release. Right. But. You know, but for for folks that have HBO Max, you know, you are able to watch that film right now. Mm-hmm. And I um, feel like we should talk about what we liked about it first. Yeah, should we talk about? Should we give like a rundown, just a really basic yeah, plot yeah, the, synopsis? Well, well, basically, the plot will be basically the plot line is it's nineteen eighty four. Well, yeah, yeah, nineteen eighty four, but it is a year. So it's 1984, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman is a. She's working for the Smithsonian. Smithsonian. She's living in DC, and they encounter this magic stone, and Maxwell Lord gets a hold of it, and basically all havoc breaks loose because apparently it's like a wishing stone. Yes. Uh, Wonder Woman uses the stone before she realizes what it really is. Uses the stone. To basically wish Steve Trevor back to life. Right. And then we also have Kristen Wiig, who is a nebbish. Yeah, she uh, also works at the Smithsonian. Zoologist or whatever. And, and 
geologist and she has like four titles. I don't remember all of them. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, I know what I'd wish for. I'd wish to be like Diana because Diana's like cool and sexy and whatever. Well, that comes with Diana's powers. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Maxwell Lord basically just wreaks havoc on everything because he becomes the wish stone. Yeah. That was his wish. And shit breaks loose. The whole world's going to end. And everybody has to renounce their wishes. So they do. Including Maxwell Lord. And that's the end of the movie. He wishes for a better haircut. <laughs> we'll talk about his hair. So, yeah. So, so I mean, like, that's yeah. that's the basic idea of this movie. Yeah. I like a few things about this movie. And it, I'll, I'll, I'll say right off the bat, it's a better movie than some of the other Drek that DC, the DC animate, you know, extended universe or whatever the hell they call it, the movie universe uh-huh. uh, has put out. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we, we can rank it later. Yeah, maybe we will. I just... I'm just trying to think, but I liked it better than, you know, Batman v Superman. I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't angry after Wonder Woman. I was confused. I was entertained. There were some definitely entertaining parts. There were some neat set pieces, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about. Um, I thought some performances were good. I just, like I said, I was so confused because there were so many things that I was just like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, there's a lot of things that didn't and make sense. And there was so much going on. So much shit going on. Plus, I don't really think this is a Wonder Woman movie. She's just kind of in it. This is a Maxwell Lord movie. And probably... I've for- watched it twice. The second time's better. Yeah. The first time, I hated it. Not hated, but really didn't like it. Second time, liked it more. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with that. It, it's... I don't even want to say it's okay. I don't really know how to feel about it. I'm still processing it. It's, even though I've seen it's it weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's fucking weird. It's a weird movie for a gigantic superhero movie that is. It's weird. It was supposed to be. The, it was supposed to be. You know, this is epic release. It's, it's a the, fucking it's, tentpole. It's a tentpole. It's a sequel to a pretty well-regarded film. Yeah. Um. You know, in the in the first one. And, you know, here we are with this. First one has a much tighter story. This story's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, this one's all over the place. And this one's got a lot more um focus on the on the villain, which it makes sense given you when you think about it in hindsight, because Pedro Pascal, who plays Maxwell Lord, Lord, he's also Mando. He is Mando, yes. And Mandalorian is a super hot show. Yeah. And Pedro Pascal is a super hot actor. Yeah, he's huge right now. He's Jen's new boyfriend. He is. So I just as a just full disclosure, uh, we went from Mando takes off his helmet at an ATM machine. <laughs> it's an ATM machine. Right? For it me, is an ATM literally machine. me being like, oh, he's kind of cute. Literally the next episode, he takes it off in front of Baby Yoda, looks broad shouldered in one scene. And I ruined my fucking life in a week. <laughs> I literally watched everything he's been in less than a week. I watched three fucking seasons of Narcos in three days. Because he's wait, did it. you watch wait, that? You, how I many watched seasons are there? Three. You watched the entire show? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I did. When? That's what I've been doing. What? Well, when I was cleaning out the linen closet, I was playing it, which is hard because it's ha- like 60% Spanish. So there was a lot of. How long are these episodes? Like an hour. There were, I will say the third season, I was like, don't care. Scrub, watch his scene. Scrub, watch his scene. So I scrubbed through a lot of the other shit going on just to see what he was doing. 
Okay. So he's my new boyfriend, just FYI. Like, I've gone from, hey, Mando is pretty cool, to he's fucking one of the hottest men on the planet, and I will fucking fight you <laughs> in, in less than a week. And I feel like the entire internet is just, like, right there behind well, me. Well, because also, like, you were telling, explained to me earlier that he's kind of become, like, the internet's daddy. He's, he's well, not daddy, but dad. Yeah. Zad, zaddy? Yeah, he could be a zaddy, sure. A zaddy. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck me. because he was like, you know, he also had. So yesterday, Wonder Woman came out on Christmas Day. Yeah. Also, some other movie he was in on Netflix came out on Christmas Day. And it's like a kid's movie where he's like a superhero. I don't exactly know what his power was. I did not watch the entire movie because I don't care. Uh, I'm not into kids movies like not like that. Yeah. Um, and there's too many like kids with powers for me to care. But the beginning is like he promised his daughter that he's like not going to hero anymore. So he just like works at like the central, like basically the hall of justice type of uh, place. He's like, a no, he's like, um, <laughs> like mission control. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah he like, like works there. Um, and then this woman's like, no, you have to go out and hero because here comes all of these like squid monsters and they've already killed the other guy. Watchmen, the squid monsters. Yeah. Kind of. And they're like, Oh no, they killed miracle man who, by the way, was your partner in Narcos. I don't understand how that Wait, happened. miracle is it wait, it's it's not is it actually miracle man they call him miracle man something like that miracle man is like you know that that alan moore superhero thing yeah it, i feel like his name was miracle man but again i only watched one or two scenes of it so i can't tell you for sure so so he was like you have to go out there and do it and he's got these like two fucking swords which is kind of cool and he gets eaten so then he doesn't show up until the end where he gets saved by his daughter but he's like, but he's been eaten. Well, they like take him. The tentacle guys take him into the ship. Oh, I thought he was like digested. No, like, the ship like eats. Him, oh, OK. Just like everybody else. I, I thought, and so all the superhero kids have to like save the adults. Well, that sounds that part sounds like it sucks. I am certain it does. But again, I only watched the beginning where he's wearing glasses. OK, so. Very so, yeah. Cool. So, like, he's my new fucking boyfriend. So I don't know how you even watched the Kingsman sequel. Oh God, it was bad. I did. I watched the Kingsman sequel because he's in it. You, you were explaining it to me. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any it sound, sense. It sounds like a fever dream. Speaking, I mean, like, it it felt like a fever dream. It really fucking felt like a fever dream. I can't even explain to you. She's, yeah, having, she's having a stomp. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. It. I can't even explain to you what happened in it. I feel like you should watch it just to. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. Like Julianne get... Moore like lives in Mayan ruins, but they also have like neon signage because she's obsessed with the 50s. Right. And like El- she's captured Elton John and he's literally in the movie as Elton himself. Elton John said yes to play in this. That's, that's something. Yeah. Well, he just, I mean, he literally just yells like, get the fuck away from me. Like the whole movie. What Elton John does? Yeah. Does he perform? I thought he performs. He does. He does, but was that the song he plays? Get the fuck away from me! Yeah, well, but she like tries to inject him with drugs, and it's 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 weird. There's also a part where like um, Taron Edgerton has to like put a tracking device on a woman by fingering her. So, but like, it's a thing. Actually, and that's after that woman shoots Pedro Pascal down, and I was like, "Girl, what are you doing?" I also (laughs) just remembered that Taron Edgerton. He played Elton John in Rocket Man, right? He did, yeah. Which I have yet to see, which I do want to see. Actually, it was very good, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I think it's on Prime. But mm-hmm. uh, actually, it makes sense that he would be in this movie because he was probably like... Doing a like, favor for Taron Edgerton? Yeah, he's really, <laughs> yeah, I'll be in your... I don't even know if they had any scenes together. To, oh, no, they did. They did. Yeah, they did have a scene together. No, 
No, it was him and Colin Firth had a scene together. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was a fever dream. He was in that. Um, he played like a dude with a whip with like a Texas accent. It's it's a thing. I'm a Texan. Yeah, so again, I don't know how objective I can really be about his performance you, here. You told me that, and I was shocked by this, that Pedro Pascal is older than us. Yes, he is. I was shocked by that because I thought he was like one of those actors. Like you thought he was new. Yeah, like you know what it is? I get him mixed up with Diego Luna. Who's like another? He was like the 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 young guy in that Rock of Ages movie. Oh, I you know vaguely remember who that is. I don't know. He was like the you know how him and the Juliana Hoff or whatever like yeah, they yeah. were the two people that were singing and you know and, and Tom Cruise was the rock yeah, star. Yeah, 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 I remember. So he was in there and he was you know he's in a whole bunch of other shit. I think he he's in a bunch of other shit. Oh yeah. Um, but he's like this, uh, you know, like this young Hispanic actor, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, okay, uh. You know, I thought that, you know, Pedro Pascal was kind of like a part of this group. No. But I didn't realize he was older than us, which is. Yeah. Not by, not by much. No, but I mean, but I mean, he's not, but he's not born in 1988 is what I thought. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what I'm in my head. I'm like, oh, this guy was like born in like 10 years after I was or whatever. Yeah, no, he's, he's a little bit older than we are. A couple years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, but he's been like doing it. For a long fucking time. We were telling me about like stuff he was in and I'm just like. Yeah, he was in The Mentalist, which I don't <laughs> understand how mentalist. that was. I what watched you, The Mentalist. What are you, what are you, what are you, 500 years old? Right. CBS Am shows. I, that, I don't understand how that fucking got seven seasons. Because it was on CBS. Because uh, old people could have changed the channel. Honestly, I've literally, <laughs> I've literally never seen an episode of The Mentalist. I went on IMDb. I saw he was in a six episode arc. And I said, all right, I'll watch those six episodes. Found out the chick who, from The Craft was in it, which I didn't know. Robin Tunney, yeah. So he plays, she's an FBI agent. He plays an FBI agent who's like totally into her. Uh-huh. And so they have like a six episode arc where she's his boyfriend. Uh-huh. Or he's her boyfriend. But she's like still in love with her partner who sucks. Like the, the whole. Mentalist, the, the mentalist. The guy who plays the mentalist. Like he's so annoying. I'm like, how did this show get any fucking seasons? This guy's terrible. Because it's on CBS and shows last forever there because old people don't know to change the channel. I know. I'm like, you go from this guy <laughs> who's literally like the main character's lying to her all the time because he's supposed to be like, I don't even know how the mentalist works. It's like Isn't a, he like a pickup artist or something? Kind of like that or like a con man. It's mystery. Yeah, it, it, he's literally mystery because you should see the scarf this guy's wearing. I was just saying because he's got the scarves. Yeah. He should also be wearing a hat with goggles on it. Yeah. So he's like, just like he ignores her most of the time. Like he's just like, well, we're just friends, whatever. And then fucking Pedro Pascal's character walks in and he literally sits down and goes, hi, I think you're a beautiful woman. Would you like to get dinner with me? And then she's still like, I don't know who I should choose. And I'm like... What do you mean? This guy at least is fucking honest. That guy's wearing a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's wearing a scarf. And that's Don't trust a, a man wearing a scarf. No, totally trust men wearing a scarf. But that guy, all, his whole personality is scarf. That's true. Yeah, but just from just from the, I've never watched an episode, but just judging from the uh, posters and the and the, it's bad. And, and any, don't anything, watch it. anything I've ever seen of it. Uh, it's mostly scarf man. Uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah. I would, I would never go back to that show. Cause it isn't like, isn't like, isn't like the premise kind of like a more serious version of that show psych where I he's like, guess? He's, he's got like these powers. He doesn't have powers. I think powers, it's because he's, he's like, deducing things. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, like he's that like show psych. really good at like deducing things and like figuring out what the con is or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, 
it's not good. So anyway, but I watch the Mentalist. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, pray for me. <laughs> Ruin my whole fucking life in a week. So anyway, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman in the yeah. So the, the show, the movie has a lot of Pedro Pascal in it, and he's tearing it up. And it, the he really a, is. And the movie's a long movie. It's two and a half hours. It's longer than it needs to be. I mean, I think we can say that about most movies today, especially yeah. superhero movies. But this movie, in particular. There were so many scenes where I'm like, we could have cut that. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's a two and a half hour movie. And it doesn't need to be. There are arcs and s- stupid jokes and things that could be I, I would say along. jokes and quotes. It's not very funny. No. There's attempts. There's like two parts of the movie where I thought had not haha, oh my God, I'm laughing jokes, but like huh, jokes. You know what I'm talking about? Where <laughs> it got me like a huh. One of the ones is Chris Pine talking about parachute pants which was in the trailer anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's kind of like, huh, 80s fashion. And then the other one is where Pedro Pascal has this son and he's coming back and he goes, so your, your son's here, it's your weekend. He goes, how many weekends are there? That was, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. And that, that was a, huh. like that, that was it. Those are the two nah. parts where it's I was mom. like, it's my mom. Nah. yeah, nah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Only two parts I thought were any <laughs> bit that made me kind of smile. So, so well, anyway. Well, it's not entirely joyless. It's not entirely which joyless. Which you could say for a lot of DC, other other DC movies, is that they lack uh, some levity. Yeah. So I feel like they kind of went in there. And also, uh, well, the the credits go to Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns. For the story. For the story and the, and the, and the screenplay. And as soon as that come up came up, Sean and I both went, uh-oh. Well, deal. Because it's Jeff Johns. I was like, Jeff Johns contributed the beer stain, the stain of the the, the, can, the stain from the can of the beer I'd that really, he had resting on the script. I would love to know how many writers were on this. Oh, there's so many people. There they, they had to have been 40. I'm telling you, there's so many people that came in to punch this up and script doctor that shit. And I think that's the problem with it. You could tell. And I think and that's the problem with it. And I saw somebody on Twitter being like, don't make movies by committee. And this is exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh, no. This is a movie by committee because you have Wonder Woman. First off, basically her entire arc is I have literally been sad that my boyfriend died for 60 something years. So I don't even have any fucking friends. I don't have any friends. I don't like to talk to anybody. I don't date anybody. A lot of the I movie don't watch is her TV. A lot of the movie is her shutting down men, which actually was great. And I, I'm, I'm, it, it is, but I mean, you know, but the thing is, that's the thing. She's not. And it's not to say that she's completely like cold to people. No, she's just she's respectful. But I, I assume that that must be what it's like to be really hot. Well, I mean, looking at Gal Gadot or Gadot, Gadot. I don't know how to say her name. It's Gadot. I thought it was Gadot. I always hear Godot. Okay, Godot. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Oh, absolutely beautiful. And I can imagine that if Wonder Woman, you know, this being the physical reference, the corporeal representation of Wonder Woman on our, in our earth mm-hmm. of this fictional character, I mean, she is going to have a lot of dudes, probably a lot of dudes trying to. Oh, I'm sure. Game in there. Of course, absolutely. I mean, I assume. Seeing Wonder Woman, like if she were a real person, would be like seeing fucking Scarlett Johansson on the street where they're so beautiful that you, you, you're you like, that is the most beautiful person 
I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, there's there's, there's right? been a few times. There's been a few times. When you see some of those actresses where you're just like, oh my God, right? There's been a few times when I've worked and uh, when I was a sideshow. And the one time like Jan Leaves came in, Daphne. Yeah, from Frasier. And she looks fabulous. Oh, I'm sure. And she's, I mean, it's, and this is like years after. I mean, she looks like she came, walked right out of the 90s. Mm. And it was like, wow. Like sometimes it just, you just have that vibe. Like it's something where you're around like if you could be around us, I mean, not everybody's going to experience this. Sure. And I'm just saying this from experience because I've had this moment a few times, yeah. but like you're around us, let me, you're just like, holy shit. Like yeah. it's like, cause you just don't and, know. And you see them and you're like, the only thing you could do is be an actor. You're that beautiful. You can only be an, a model or whatever. Just something like. You can't just be a fucking accountant. Yeah, like it's not going to work. You can't just work retail. You right. Know? I mean, exactly. You're, this is your too beautiful or you're too i mean and this, yeah. this goes for guys too it's oh like, yeah you know, absolutely i'm sure if fucking brad pitt walked in somewhere everybody's just yeah like, it'd be just just the vibe like there's a it, it changes and it's like they so, have so, it yeah it. that that, that is a physical that is the physical feeling of it yes when you're around somebody like that yeah and you and so i imagine gal gadot and wonder woman in general Oh, I'm sure she would be, like, be like it would be like that. Like it would just be like holy shit. Yeah. Like I can't. And, and it's the thing is though, she's walking around, and like, and people, yeah. And she's, but she's not like. You know, but it's, it's it's just, I don't know if it's weird. It's just a weird situation where she's like, she's been going for her for for so much for so long without like really With, opening up and, and like, that doesn't make maybe any, even like trying to like meet other people and or that something. doesn't make sense to me for who Wonder Woman is in the comic books. Because to me, Wonder Woman is warmth. Uh-huh. She is somebody who, if you met her, you would feel like you were her best friend. You know, even if you weren't. It would she be, makes that, you would be feel, the it, fa- it factor. You would where feel you would just, but, you would, but you would feel like really good. Kind of like how people say about meeting Tom Cruise. Yeah, like he makes you feel like you're the only person in the room. Like yeah. Bill Clinton does that too. Oh, man. With, yeah, I, apparently a lot of politicians can do it, but... You, she would make you feel like you're the only one here and that you're special because that's who she's supposed to be. She's this representation of goodness and light and truth and, you know, you know, all good things that you can possibly attribute to like the character of Wonder Woman. That's who she is. And like for her just to be like, I've closed myself off for 60 years. I don't believe it. I don't think she could. Yeah. And so it, and I'm like, I understand you loved Steve. Like, I get it. it. But he's been gone for 60 years and you're an immortal. You have to know. Yeah. You know, because there's a picture of, like her with old Etta Candy and stuff. But it's like, you understand that. It's the Photoshop. The Photoshop. <laughs> but I mean, like, but you understand that you, as an immortal, the people in your lives are fleeting because they are mortal and they are going to die. But that doesn't stop her. It shouldn't stop her from being like, I don't talk to anybody. Fuck it. Well, I can, I can also imagine, though, her not. The, the Until immortal- Batman comes around and then we can be friends. I'm yeah. like, I guess. Well, the immortality thing has got to be really. That's going to be a mind fuck. It's going to be my fuck because she's because be she's, she stays pristine. Yeah. And beautiful. And yet everybody else ages and yeah. everything changes for them. And you know, she's just continues to be. Diana, even right. though, however, though, if she's been around, like, has, how long has she been working at different places? Like, has she been kind of like hanging out of places? That's the thing. Does she have to and change her name? Change her name and then go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, or just goes and hangs out in Themyscira for a while. Well, she or, can't go back to Themyscira. Oh, that's right. So that's the other thing. I'm like, okay, 
you just you you're immortal, and you've been around your sisters for eons, mm. right? You can never see them again, and yet the only person you're moping over is Steve. Yeah, it's your fucking family. You'll you'll never see them again. I don't know. So anyway, that kind of pissed me off. I didn't really appreciate that being basically the whole arc of her character to be like, oh wait, I can love again. I'm like, girl, you should have figured this out fucking 50 years ago. What are you doing? This movie fails the Bechdel test. <laughs> it does. Uh, but we also have, um, so I didn't like that part. I feel like we're all over the place with this. Well, we're talking about a lot of it because we're just going to jump around. I hope that's it's, that's it's, gonna cause be it's fine. really, you know, I mean, look, you know what, just, if you want to watch the plot of the movie yeah. and see it in a chronological thing, go, just go watch it. Yeah. We're just going to talk about stuff. Like, so we started this movie with the Amazons. We're back on Themyscira. And we always love seeing Amazons, but this didn't really have a point except to be like, hey, Diana learned not to cheat. So it's her when she's a kid and she's like in a race, a, a triathlon, I'm assuming, with all these other Amazons. She gets knocked off her horse, even though she's doing really well. And then she tries to cheat so she can win. And she doesn't. Yeah. And then they tell you the story of the golden armor. Well, that comes like later. No, no, no. But <clears throat> That's her, the visage of Etheria, is that her name? Asteria. Asteria? Um, Listeria. It, it, yeah, Listeria. It's like, be like her, our greatest warrior. So you see her. So there's some sort of context for when you see the armor. Because it's uh -huh. like, oh, she's our greatest warrior, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I've, Which, by I'm, the way, the armor doesn't do jack shit. It doesn't do shit. What the fuck? She's like, oh, it was this armor strong enough to keep out the entire world. Fucking Kristen Wiig rips it apart in three seconds. Yeah. The, the, she's like, the wings just fall off and she just, it's just like, whatever. Yeah. It was made out of tinfoil. Pretty much. I was like, that's stupid. So I enjoyed the Amazon scene, but it didn't do anything. No, it was bullshit. It was just kind of like, they, they didn't have just, to, I think they, they wanted to really get they, some of the, because they feel that though, they've probably, it was probably like, because it was, we it, need to have that. But it went so well in the first movie. Yeah. Which is why they brought it back. Yeah. So they had a thing from her past and they did that. And then, yeah. So we, anyways, we jump ahead and so, okay. So this is rock. Yeah. This rock comes in. Kristen Wiig is this geologist. Well, it gets stolen from a mall. Is that one, is that one of the ones that got stolen? I, 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 I'm assuming that's what happens, but I'm like, who has a fucking. I forgot about the mall scene. Jeez, that movie's so long. I forgot about yeah, that. The This movie has like a black market operation out of a mall jewelry store yeah. where they're selling antiquities and i'm like it's a mall yeah. like have you been to a mall <laughs> also also i hate I, to see what the orange julius has got going on in the back there was a walden books in one shot when i watched it again oh i, miss I was walden. like oh walden books but, but like she goes in and she's like supposedly undercover like it's just like a mysterious woman i'm like Everyone saw you. Wait, who? Kristen Wiig? No, no, no. Wonder Woman. So, because she, she throws her tiara and she knocks out all the video cameras. She just kind of flies in, though. Yeah, she, well, hold on. Because so she flies in, she knocks out all the video uh -huh. cameras. She sees that this little, the scene with this fucking girl. Because she, like, the little girl's like, wow, it's Wonder Woman. I'm going to walk into the middle of this fight. And Wonder Woman, like, slides her back against a bear. Yeah across the mall floor and then looks at her and winks and does the shh motion. And so then you see the people outside and they're like, well, the cops didn't break this up. They're saying it's a mysterious woman. And I'm like, did you get a sketch artist? There's no, no 
There's and so many witnesses. There's so many fucking witnesses. What are you talking about, mysterious woman? Mysterious woman in fucking armor. Mysterious armor, the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in wearing your armor. Life with a glow, like glowing gold rope. Yeah. <laughs> and no one can describe her. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's weird. And they're also a beef that I had with this movie. It is. The there 80s. was no. There was no Manchu walk in that mall. <laughs> no. It, there's no Auntie Annie's pretzels. And God damn, I, she should stop and get a pretzel. <laughs> hey, can I get some of those pretzel bites? <laughs> there was an arcade with a fat kid. And I was like, it's me. <laughs> Although I, I do have a beef. They had Operation Wolf. I saw Actually, that. I'm gonna, you, you go ahead. No, no, it, I saw. I think it was Operation Wolf. It was Operation Wolf, but I don't know if that was chronologically correct. Probably not. I'm going to check. You go ahead and say, um, give so me your beef. This, this was my beef because, so it's the 80s. Every fucking man in this movie who's not Chris Pine uh, or like one of the main characters, everyone has a mustache because it's the fucking 80s. And I'm like, the one movie you can put Pedro Pascal in and he doesn't have to fucking show, shave his mustache. And what do you do? You make him shave his there, mustache. There's, there are like five million Freddie Mercury's in this fucking movie. <laughs> and I'm like, he has a mustache all the time. What just, are you doing? Just a lot of people, a lot of dudes in bad wigs and Freddie, must, Freddie Mercury mustaches. <sighs> They're like, he's from the 80s. I'm like, yeah, he sure is. I mean. Okay, yeah. hang on, hang on, check this out. Yeah, Operation yeah. Wolf, 1987. I call bullshit. There was a lot of bullshit. Uh, going it's on. This anachronistic bullshit. So, like, you know, the mall, there's people doing aerobics at the mall, whatever. So, because the FBI, Wonder Woman catches these dudes, these four dudes. <laughs> Sorry, I just think about that part where you're like, is this Death Spa? <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of wish it was. There's a part where Kristen Wiig walks into a gym where everybody's working out, and I literally turned to Sean and go, is this Death Spa? That would have been great. <laughs> if you haven't seen Death Spa. If, if, you, if Wonder you, Woman has to battle the haunted gym, Oh God! Better fucking movie. Give me that. Yes, I want her to fight the. I want her. <laughs> Richard Pascal just pours pours gasoline on himself in a, in a chair. <laughs> I'm a ghost. He's wearing a fucking dress for some reason. I'm a fire ghost. <laughs> He's just <wearing> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll watch Pedro Pascal in the best world. I will yeah. say that, and I so we'll get to his performance. We'll talk about it. So, um. Yeah, I did. I asked if it was Dust Boss. So, like, I, I'm assuming that this gem is part of the seizure because they're like, hey, the FBI needs the Smithsonian to identify these things that we got out of this jewel, this antiquities. Oh, the heist. The okay. heist. So I don't know if it was at the mall or if they got it from the guys, whatever. So Kristen Wiig being this gemologist yes. has to, like, identify this shit. And so that's where this stone comes in. It looks like a dick. This fucking stone looks like a <laughs> dick. It looks like a straight up dick and balls. Mm-hmm. Not just a dick, but also full scrotum with balls. It does. It looks like a dick and balls. So here's the, it's a fucking dick. And it's, <laughs> and, and it's made of citrine or whatever, I guess you was used in fake. So her, Kristen Wiig, who I thought was good in this movie. Oh, she did fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like you didn't want to, you, you don't really I know what to expect with her being in a superhero movie. When I first heard she was cast as Cheetah, I'm like, I'm like, Chris, eh, I don't know. But she, I mean, you know, she didn't, as the movie went on and the movie got more serious, yeah. she didn't improv all the fuck over it. No, there's which, one scene that is so obviously improv. I was like, ah. And you're like, oh, this is getting a bit much. Uh, <laughs> but I, I thought she was good. I, I did. Um. I feel like she's better at playing sad sack Minerva 
Barbara Minerva than she is playing like Cheetah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. But I, I think so. That is one thing I really liked about this movie. I felt like everybody really gave their performances. Yeah, the acting was good. I mean, you know, there's, some, there's a lot of emotional stuff going on here yeah. that we're trying to convey, and you know, yeah. I think you know we do good, yeah. do good emotional scenes. Yeah. So this is where like Diana like makes her wish about Steve because they're like joking that it's like a, a wish stone and like ha 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 because some guys like oh I wish I had coffee and then coffee shows up and it's like ha jokes. Um. So her. Diana makes her wish for Steve to come back and like her hair kind of blows back. And Sean and I were like joking that some like fucking boom mic guy was farting. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so it's just, uh, just flatulence. Yeah. And so we're making fart jokes guys. Then. Cause Kristen Wiig's like, she's really smart, but she's super awkward and she doesn't know how to make friends. She doesn't know how to talk to other people. Um, you know, dudes ignore her. And I mean, like, I get that. Like, it's it's a certain thing, you know, mm-hmm. to be to be a woman like that who's super awkward because I am also super awkward. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I understand where she's coming from. So she, like, finally gets Diana to go have a drink with her. And Diana's like, Steve. Steve. I had a man, but he died. He's a pilot and he's dead. And planes make me think of him. <laughs> all planes. All planes? All pla- all planes. Anytime she's in a plane go by, she's like, Steve. <laughs> Actually, that would be amazing if every time a plane went by, she just screamed to Steve. <laughs> she just said she could never work near an airport. She can work in general. I mean, just planes <laughs> going around, you know? She's just like, oh, my boyfriend. <laughs> so the next day after, like, Wonder Woman and Kristen Wiig make friends, um, this is where Maxwell Lord comes into the movie. So Maxwell Lord on, so we initially, and actually this is. In, this well, is, no, that's, yeah, it's not true. He's on TV. In like well, he's on TV, but he's, he's the but he's first like a, voice you hear. He's right. But he's like. A, Besides Amazons. I thought that he was like a legit businessman. At he first, has a Ponzi scheme. As but he's basically guessing. like. A, like <clears throat> yeah, a, what he does like for a business. Matthew, Matthew Lesko. Do you know that guy? No. He's the guy that wears like the, you ever see the guy who wears like the suit coat that has like all the money signs on oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Lesko. It's like one of those things. It's like, I was like, oh, you'll make money like this. You know, like. Yeah, it was actually kind of strange because at first I wasn't. What he actually does. What his business is, is like, what? What do you do? It has something to do with oil. Yeah, he's like, it's an oil cooperative. Everybody can give me money, but it's actually a Ponzi scheme. But then it's something else. On TV, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's 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 kind of crazy. But whatever. He's, basically he, he's like a, a sleazy businessman. Just go sleazy businessman. And somehow though, he gets into it with the Smithsonian, where he's going to be like a. He wants to partner with them to this, make. So this is what I was really confused about because I think there was a huge part that was cut out about this. So we do see later that he has all these pictures of the dick, the dick stone, that like drawings and stuff. So he's been looking for it for a while. And then there oh, is, really? yes. And then there's that. So, I didn't get that, but I thought he just showed up and was no, like, oh, hey, Dick Stone. No, he's been looking for it. He knew it was there. And that's why, I mean, there's a big, of how long this fucking movie is and all these weird shit. We're missing something of how he figures this out. So there's a scene, and I saw it this morning. This is how I figured this out. So all over his desk when it was Steve and Wonder Woman go in there. Uh-oh. To be like, where is Maxwell Lord? And it's all dusty because he's already become the stone. Uh-huh. There's drawings of it all over the place. 
And she's like, oh, he's, he's just drawing dicks. Yeah, dicks everywhere. He just doodles dicks. And it's just. That's, that's, what, that's what he was when he was a kid. That's the part we didn't see when they had the flashback to him as a kid and he was just being, you know, abused or whatever. He By his dad, like, it was just him drawing dicks. Yeah, but then, but then there's a part where he's just in the class and he's just drawing dicks on notebooks. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's like all these pictures, but there's also the part before Diana goes to his office where she goes back to look at the stone and it's gone. Uh-huh. She pulls that stuff out of the box, and at the bottom is like a purchase order that says Maxwell Lord. Right. So he must have bought it or was going to or something, and it got stolen and see or seized by the FBI, which is how it gets to the Smithsonian. And uh, I only put that together today by watching this fuck. Oh, and that's man. only a guess. But no, I don't understand why sense. there would be a purchase order if it if he wasn't supposed to get it in the first place. Gotcha. Okay. So when he comes in, he knows the stone is there, and that's what he's fucking after. Right. So he comes in and he's trying to like do like a partnership, you know, quote unquote partnership. He's gonna be a Smithsonian partner. He's gonna donate money because he's a rich man. And then there's this part where he comes in and he starts, you know, because because you know already like what's her face, uh, Kristen Wiggs touched the stone. She's like, I want to be like Diana. So everybody, so she's like, already hotter. Everybody, yeah, she's already hotter, and everybody's fawning over her. And then you know Pedro Pascal comes in. And he's like, you know, hey, oh look at this pretty lady, whatever. And I will say that when he first came in, and I I, I can't say if this is because I've literally just watched everything he's done. <laughs> He came in and it was like, there was, it was so much, so much because he doesn't usually play characters like this. His character is a lot more subdued. I was like, holy shit, this is a lot. And I didn't know if that was just me Uh or if that's how it comes off to everybody. No, I mean, not so much me. I just. But when I watched it the second time, it didn't come off that way. Right. Because when I watched it the first time, I felt like he was screaming. And I know he wasn't, but that's how. But it there's felt. just a lot. It feels it's a very it's a very loud scene. Oh yeah, no, he he's very he steals this whole fucking movie. Yeah, but I don't a, know if it works, but he fucking swings for it. It's a, lo- a very loud scene where he comes in and like he's like fuck he's like touching rocks and Kristen Wiig. And he's like, getting Hoo-hoo. real close to everybody, which is was kind of weird. And I I mean like I get what he was going for, but he like Diana comes in at one point. And she doesn't like him like immediately, even though he's like doing the TV thing that yeah. I guess everybody loves. And he like goes to hand her a business card and promise her a 19 inch TV, which I was like weird. And he gets like in her fucking face. And then he turns around and gets in Kristen Wiig's face. Like he's in everybody's face. He's a close talker. Yeah. There's a lot of close talking in this movie. And I'm like, kind of made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, ah, everybody's close talking. Yeah. That, that is, uh, that's, he's like, she's like, Grabbing like fucking like artifacts and putting them out of his face. That that's the part I think was improv. I think that whole I know, scene. That's the thing. There's a whole fucking that whole scene where he's like, "I like to party," and Kristen Wiig's like, "Oh, I like to dance, but I have like a knee injury." I feel like that whole thing was improv with those two. Because I was like, "What is happening in this scene?" It's it's a it's really a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So yeah. so so um so like come to the party. I'm gonna now. There's a party tonight. Uh, well, also, well, also Diana. before this too, Diana touched the stone and made a made a made a a wish for Steve to come back. Steve, she wants Steve to come back and you know, and somebody farted in her face and yeah, whatever. yeah. And Kristen so. Wiig got her face farted in and, and all this sort of stuff. So they've already made their wishes, but they're like, hey, uh, there's a a party tonight at the Smithsonian where Maxwell Lord's going to announce that he's like a partner. And he's going to give all of the money he's donating to um. Smithsonian. The to the no to Kristen Wiig's department, the gem, gemology, okay, geology department. Uh-huh. Um, and is it right after this part where we 
find out that he doesn't actually have any money because he goes back to where his business is and like the oh. lobby's really beautiful. But then he goes up to his office and he, goes, area and he, but and he has bills in his head. He's in the elevator and he sees he's got past due bills. And then he goes up to his office and it's just fucking empty and there's nobody there. Yeah. Except his weird kid. Yeah. He's got, okay. That's right. Cause he's also got a kid yeah. who is, uh, so Pedro Pascal is a Latino man. Yeah. He's from Chile. He's from Chile. And we don't see the mother. This kid also could be adopted. Could also be adopted. But this child, is an, he's Asian. He's Asian. So. Yeah. He could be adopted. Yeah. We don't see the mom. We never see the mom, but we hear about her. That's true. He could be adopted. I didn't really yeah. I didn't think about that either until this morning. So. And. Uh, Simon Stagg is so, waiting so, for Simon him. Stagg is waiting for him. So, of course, Simon Stagg is the uh, antithesis uh, businessman who is the antagonist to uh, one Rex Mason, mm. a.k.a. Metamorpho. So I popped hard for that. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, Metamorpho's got to be, you know, kind of close by. And also, Metamorpho, reason why he is becomes Metamorpho is because he is affected by the orb of Ra, which is a also a gem or a stone. And Jen actually posited that this also might, you know, since we're in the DC stone universe now. Yeah, where we've got stones, apparently. We've got stones because the gods are making stones. Apparently, gods can make things. That's what Wonder Woman says, that the gods make these things. Yeah, and so the god made the Dick Stone, and the god also might have made the Orb of Ra, and he also mm-hmm. might have made the, the Heart of Darkness. So we might get some Eclipso, some so, real-life Eclipso. Yeah, you could. This is a way to get that sort of stuff into the DCU, DCEU. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, that's pretty cool. So, um, But Simon Stagg's like, look, uh, I realize you're a fucking fraud. Your kid is fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid and a loser. Uh, and I, you, I want my money back. Because yeah. I've given you money and all these, the place where you own oil rights, there's no oil. So yeah. you're a fucking idiot. By the way, and he also goes, I did background research on you too, Maxwell, it was his name, Lorenzo? No. Lor- Lorenzano. Oh, okay. Because instead of Maxwell, obviously he changed it, right? Yeah. Um. So he's like, meh. Like, you're kind of like, are you being racist? Maybe. And so he's like, anyway, so he leaves. I know, this movie also takes a, takes a shot at Irish people, too. It really does. It's all over. The, and it's it's funny. Watch out, Itchy. He's Irish. <laughs> because Pedro Pascal also gives him this, like, accent. He doesn't have, but he gives him this, like, Latino accent. Like, I can't even explain, like, Southern American accent. Yeah. So in this movie, uh, so he's like, all right, I want my fucking money back. And he's like, don't worry. I have a plan. He tells the kid, don't worry, kid. You're going to have a pool. You're going to have everything you want because I got this fucking plan. And so we go to the museum at the party. Wonder Woman gets out of the car. And you almost see her vagina because that thing is, that dress is cut so high. Oh. I was like, wow, that that's a dress. I mean, you see it in the preview too, but that's a fucking high cut dress, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? Yes. I mean, she looks great. I, I would just be worried about badge. Mm. <laughs> So Kristen Wiig is there and Kristen Wiig is now wearing a, a very nice dress in these killer shoes. There's like a whole like there's some feet there's going some on. 30 this. second shot of these fucking shoes. They're great. Not lying. Quentin Tarantino filmed that. Yeah, he, I think he did. Like, hey, man. <laughs> was that the Quentin Tarantino pass? Yeah, that was like, hey, man, we need some feet in this movie, man. 
They only brought him in for one scene. They they let him watch it. They're like, "What does this movie need?" He was like, "More feet." He's like, "He's done." How what's her face? Carrie 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 Fisher was like the script doctor. Yeah, he's he's Quentin Tarantino. They bring him in when they need you need feet. They wanted to see how the feet would go. Yeah, because those shoes are great. I'm not lying. There's a test audience. Somebody went feet. Yes, 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 yes. Foot, foot, foot. Um, so she walks in. You know, she's there, and like all these guys are hitting on them. And they're both like not interested. And so Maxwell Lord, I think, is this, is Diana looking for him at this point? She's looking for Maxwell Lord and she's trying to hunt him down. She sees him and she's trying to go after him. But he gets Kristen Wiig first. He gets to Kristen Wiig first and then. uh, And he pulls this like, oh, uh, it's really loud in here. Can we go somewhere? Just the two of us. uh And, and. She goes, yes, like immediately. And you can kind of see like he didn't think it was going to work that easy, but it did. So he's like, let's go to your office. So they go to the office, make out a little bit, but he's really there because he wants to steal the stone. Yeah. My question, did they fuck? 100%. Do you think they fucked or do you think it was just I like I think, she, I think she, I think she kind of, because later on she's like trying to well, that's she explain the, it to Diana. And she's like, oh my God, and then this and that. She's like, oh yeah, you know, Max and I, I got to tell you about that later. I was like, did you fuck him? Or did you just like give him a hand job? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, well, he was holding the, he had that fucking stone. Stone, so he was probably wishing for hand jobs. Maybe he got one. Oh, either that or they totally just fucked on our desk. Yeah, probably. I, mean, I was I mean, like, did you fuck him? This is a very important thing. Did I you would, fuck? I really want to know. I realize his hair looks really weird in this movie. Did you fuck him? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so he gets the stone. He steals it from. No, he kind of feeds her some line about like I have a friend. Who's like a, a who specializes in antiques? Yeah, uh, and it's Latin on here, so I'm gonna borrow it. So it's not like he steals it; she knows he has it. So I don't understand that scene where he puts it behind his back. No, no, he just sneaks it away, and she totally knows that he has it. But yeah, he. So anyway, so then, then oh, so also at the party while Kristen Wiig is fucking Pedro Pascal in her office. Uh-huh. Um, so Diana's like, all these guys are saying hello because she's gorgeous. And all of a sudden this dude shows up. Yeah. And he's like, Diana. And it's just like a dude. He's like, just not a guy we know. He's just a dude. And he's like, and she's like, go away. Why, why are you following me? Whatever. And he's like, no, Diana, it's me. And he like starts saying stuff to her from the first movie. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he becomes Chris Pine. And I was so creeped out. Yeah. This really creeped me out. This was the most upsetting part of this movie. Well, because basically, in in a nutshell, so Chris Pine steals a man's body. Steals a man's he body. He dead mans this guy. Yeah, he quantum leaps into this body. hundred percent. And the thing is, is that Wonder Woman can only see Chris Pine. Yeah, but everybody, but everybody else sees else, this dude because because he looks he looks himself in a mirror and he sees Chris Pine looks himself in the mirror and he sees the actor that's playing the. Other yeah. person's body, but I don't know what that guy's name is. I don't uh, never seen him before. Jim Jabroni, some you know, generically handsome dude. Yeah, and he's like, but he—that's what he looks like. So uh, to everybody else, he does not look like Chris Pine. He looks like some of this other guy. But this other guy has a life and an apartment. Apparently, a job as an engineer. A job as an engineer. He has fish. He has fish. He's got easy cheese. And <laughs> he just he just pours cheese in his mouth. Well, because Chris Pine's like cheese on demand, and he's like holding the can. I, I've never heard it said like that. Cheese on demand. <laughs> I mean, isn't that all cheese? 
Like if I go upstairs, I demand cheese. Oh, here's cheese. Like if I go upstairs right now, we have cheese in the fridge. Isn't that we have cheese on demand right now? I could I could take a bite out of a block of pepper jack right now, right the fuck (laughs) now. But I mean, it's just I don't under. This is what it creeped me out first off because you literally just stole this dude's body and he's just walking around in it, Uh and Wonder Woman's fucking him, and this guy will have no memory of this. Ever. And if Chris Pine stayed, if Steve Trevor stayed, then this whole, this guy, whoever he is, the consciousness inside of this body is gone. Yeah. And that's, and he has family. Like, it just really creeped yeah, me he out. He has like a life and Chris Pine is and just parents, some dude that died that came back and took over this guy's body. And that really creeped me out. And I did not understand why that had to happen because later on we meet President Reagan, not Reagan. <laughs> who wishes for more nukes and they just fucking appear. So if the nukes could appear, why can't Chris Pine just appear? I wish. Why did he have to fucking hijack this guy? I I wish that instead of this, instead of him taking over his body, I wish that there was some sort of like, like amoeba that turns into like this greater, like nest of like, yeah, like a, like a, like a kind of like a growing pod, Uh like a fleshy pod. Yeah. And it just, and then Chris Pine just breaks out of it, and he's like, ah, and he's all covered in, it's kinda, oh, oh, like in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so when they find the fucking orc, the yeah, orc, like, ma- the orc no, the, master, you're, the Uru Kai. Yeah, yeah, they the, find like, him fucking in, sprout out of the fucking ground. Yeah, or they, 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 he, they, he, they, they dig him out of the fucking ground in a volcano, and he comes out, and he's just covered in fleshy juice. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, but, and just, but he just but he still shows up at that party, and he's, he's like, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's like a back Diane. He's like, ah. <laughs> I was just, I just don't understand why he just couldn't have popped into existence. Why did he have to take over this guy's body? It really creeped me out, and I'm still not okay with it, even watching it a second time. It's weird. I'm because like the whole time because the whole time and I'm, I just feel like there was some writer who was like, "Well, we got to make sure. How did he get this apartment? I know, took over a body." And I'm like, you know what? No. Like, oh, magic, fleshy juice. Got to take that off the board. It's like magic exists in this world. I don't need it you to sure fucking fuck does, hide. Be looking at a fucking rope. Yeah, the rope, the stone, the whole thing. I don't need you to just hijack some random guy. Chris Pine can just pop into existence and then pop back out. Huh. And I'm fine with it. Taking over this guy's body. That the, the Diana then fucks. Yeah. And he'll never, re- like the guy whose body that is will never fucking remember it. Really creep me out. He'll never remember it the really... best sex of his, or maybe the worst sex. I don't know. We don't she know. hasn't had sex in 60 fucking years. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It should probably. But I, I just, it really, that really did not, that it made it really hard for me to be invested in the Steve Trevor, Diana relationship. Because even though Chris Pine and Gail Godot have really great chemistry, uh-huh. I couldn't appreciate it. Because cool. for me, I'm just kept thinking of the mechanics of what actually was going on in the story with him. And yeah. I'm like, I'm really creeped out by this. Also, there's parts. You're puppeting this man. Right. But that's the thing. He's like using this guy's body to do all these action set pieces. Yeah. You know, to, to you know, fucking fight. You know, he's they're, they're chasing each other. You're chasing Maxwell Lord in Egypt on fucking tanks. Yeah. Or, you know, giant transports. And then you're flying a plane. You're. Which how he would ever be able to do that is beyond me. Well, no, because he gets if it's Chris Pine and he knows how to fly a plane. I know he knows how to fly a plane, but the technology in a jet fighter 
now in, in 1984 versus what he would fly in 1918 is so fucking different. I don't even know how he'd turn it on. What's even more fucked up. But again, too? I don't, it, I, that part doesn't really, I don't really fucking care about that. So what's fucked but up? I'm just too, saying what's also <laughs> fucked up too, is that he, so he takes over this guy's body. Yeah. He's in this guy's apartment. Yeah. He has to figure out what the hell is going on in 1984. Right. And he finds his way to the Smithsonian to meet with Diana, how he knew how to do that. Well, there's like a very, it's a really like explained away in like two lines. He's like, I woke up and I don't know where I was before this, but I was somewhere. But then I woke up in this apartment and I immediately went to the phone book. Oh, great. And looked up Diana Prince, went to her apartment, saw her leaving to the party, I guess, and just followed her. Okay. But I don't even know why he would look for her but also too, like why would you think to do that you just woke up from being dead well because she requested that he wanted him to be with her she wanted him to be with her is that how yeah. it works i think that's probably what happened because the impetus obviously was like oh, i gotta find diana because now i'm back you know instead of just being like holy shit 1984 what is this you know because there's a scene later where like after all this happened, after they fuck, they go out and then like she shows up like escalators and fucking yeah, planes and like space shuttles and stuff. No, that poor extra had to walk around in a fucking astronaut. Yeah, they go to they go to the space in there, yeah, Air and Space Museum or whatever. Is that fuck. a thing there? I've never been. Like, what people dressed in spacesuits? Yeah, they handed out flyers. I don't know if I've never been. I've never been. Is that a thing? Somebody tell me. Somebody, yeah. I'm a. I mean, could you imagine that would suck? What a terrible job. Walking around that well, fucking also space. Also, human ass DC in the in the summer. Right, that's what I mean. Oh, what a terrible fucking job. Well, after all this stuff at the party, they you know they, all the stuff in relationship and then them the, fucking and fucking and you know, whatever. They realize yeah. all the stuff about the about the stone because because woman's like, oh, I need to get this stone back. Yeah, and they the go. Stone. This is when she goes to Kristen Wiig and like, I need the stone, and she's like, oh, yeah. funny story. I gave it to Max. Oh, she's like, well, I need to know like where it's from. Like, what's the deal? <laughs> well, she doesn't ask. Yeah, she doesn't ask for that yet. Oh, that's right. Because they go to the office and they find out that he went to Cairo. Uh, Explorer went to Cairo, so yeah. like, we have to go to Cairo. Which this and that's we're, getting, we're, just, getting, we're, we're getting there. So she's, getting she's like, "Look, I forgot the stone." So she's like, "Well, we got to go to Cairo. How are we get into Cairo?" And she decides to break into the to like a museum. With she doesn't break planes. into it. She uses her. Oh car. no, no, she doesn't break in. No, they don't yeah. break in. They, they she just, she just accesses a museum, gets into a museum, takes a plane, takes a plane. They take a plane, you know, the, the plane that we mentioned, how what's his face? Chris Pine was like, just figures out how to fly. Yeah. They take a plane. She and, turns it invisible. And she, which we right. Because she says, like, hey, there's radar exists now. Yeah. So what we need to do is we need to, like, find a way not to be seen. But it's like, but here's a part. Here's a thing. I have the power to turn things invisible. And she says, my father had. My father hid Themyscira from the world. And I'm like. Since when? Who's your father? Well, he's a god, which, I mean, if we're going by the origin that's in Who the Who is your daddy and what does he do? Currently. He turns things visible. But I didn't ever think a man would be responsible for hiding Themyscira. It was supposed to be like, I thought the goddess Athena or whatever. Uh -huh. I'm like, what do you mean your fucking father? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> so, she, so she basically, find, she's like, well, let me try this on a coffee cup. Yeah. And I couldn't find it again, so I'm going to try this on a plane. 50 years later, and she later. like turns them invisible, which and then they're like, oh, it's Wonder Woman's invisible jet. And you're like, well, that's cool. I mean, we finally have the invisible jet. But, wait, but this is part where, like, she, that's always the thing. So they're flying in this plane. You could see them. Yeah. But you can't see 
the plane. And it's like, well, can't people still see you flying in the fucking air? I guess air? if you're inside of it. No. Maybe not. Okay. So, yeah, because I guess the glass turns invisible and then right. whatever seeing through the glass or whatever. I don't know. I, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, and this is the part where, like, he's telling her about, like, flying. Like, he explains to her what flying is. Yeah, because she was like, oh, flight always makes me think of you. And he's like, oh, and she's like, it's just that's your power. And he's like, yeah, well, flight's really easy. It's just about catching wind. And I, and I knew right then and there that that's how she learns how to fly. And God damn it, it, she does. A hundred percent. I was like, he just taught her how to fucking fly course you don't see it till later but i i knew right then and there that that's what we were gonna see and i was like i mean cool i'm glad wonder woman can fly or whatever but it was so obvious i, I, I always remember there was an episode there was, it was years, years ago I, I we were i think we were first watching the justice league cartoons mm. and i mentioned like i didn't know wonder woman could fly because it did because it didn't ever i didn't ever and it never occurred to me that she flew yeah but she really just rides the currents and my brother was like I don't even know you anymore <laughs> or something like, are you my brother? Like, what, why don't you know this? But, um, she goes, yeah. So they go to Cairo and this is like when we talk about, so this is where like all this wish bullshit starts going fucking out of crate out of hand because, yeah. So because, because before that happens, um, Maxwell Lord says, I wish to be the Dreamstone." Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so the Dreamstone crumbles and it becomes ones with one with him. And, and this is where to me, this gets really messy. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, he's after this stone, but I don't understand what the purpose of him becoming the Dreamstone is. What is his end goal? Because if he wanted all the oil rights, he could have just wished for them. Yeah, he could have wished. Well, he could have, yes, but he has to touch the person that has no, the no, oil no, rights. No, 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 I'm no, no. If he just had the stone, like when Diana wished, because when he's holding it, oh, right? so he's he in wanted his everything and begin to begin with. Yeah, yeah. He could have just said, "I wish for all of the oil rights in the world," and that could have been his wish, and he would have had the oil rights and the money and his company. Because he's like, "Oh my god, all the the wells hit." Yeah, that's what happens after um, he gets the stone and stuff. All of that could have still happened by him just wishing for it. I don't understand the point of him becoming the actual stone. Because basically what he does is he goes around and he's... Yeah, yeah, but what's the purpose of it? What is he getting? Because if he just wished for... I wish for all the money and oil rights in the world, he could obviously buy everything that he wants to get through these wishes. And he doesn't have to become the stone. I don't know why he becomes the stone. It doesn't make sense to me. And I've seen this movie twice. Because he just wants to like manipulate people, I guess. Because he wants... Cause he's, I cause kind he's of a... felt like they were sort of trying to lean into the telepathic powers that he has in the comic. Maxwell Lord does. I barely know about that. So I, I read the Wikipedia on Maxwell Lord. He has the ability to like telepathically manipulate people. Okay. Which I felt like they were trying to do a lot of here. But instead of just explaining it that he's a telepath, they're just like, he does it through wishes. Wishmaster. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is happening? This movie ends up I becoming. I don't pl- understand this. <laughs> this movie becomes a secret Wishmaster. It's a hundred percent. It's a what Wishmaster Seven or whatever. Yeah. Um. So he's now the stone. So he grab he keeps grabbing everybody's hand. And he's like, just tell me what you wish. But as he does it, it's like wrecking him physically like he can't like his eyes bleeding in one point blood's his coming ear, out of his, his ear is bleeding his ear starts bleeding he's just talking to somebody he's just like oh my ears oh my he's ble-. talking to his kid and there's just blood coming out of his fucking ear <laughs> and then he's talking to the president's coming out of his nose it's all over his mouth 
It's coming I, out of all holes. Pretty much. I'm just like, dude. And and then he's like, oh, I can't. So when he's in Cairo, he like goes to this guy and he's like, what do you wish? And the guy's like, I want all the infidels off my land. And you're like, you know, it's 2020, right? Like, what are you doing with this scene? Yeah. It's weird. I, I don't know why we're in Cairo. Because that guy's got oil. Yeah, I know. But why are we, why is there a wall and a, I don't know. It, it, it was a little bit of, um, it was a strange story choice because there's so many other things that could have happened. Uh-huh. We could have gone to a fake country. There's plenty of them in the DCU. Yeah. Uh, Kaznia, like fucking pick a fake country. We don't have. To oh, what pick was that one we just talked about last week? Oh, that's right. It starts with an M, right? Or yeah, fuck, I can't remember. I can't. Monrovia. No, six, 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 something. Oh, so I think Monrovia is one of those. Monrovia too. is. It starts with an S. Yeah. Yeah, but you could have picked one of those fake ones because you pick Cairo in 1984. And somebody else mentions Iran later. Like, there's, like, real political shit going on. And, like, why are we picking these countries, right? Like, I just didn't get it. Right. Um, and, and it was kind of just a weird choice. Yeah. So they go, and then Maxwell Lord's like, well, in return for you, Prince, whatever, um, I'm taking your oil. And he's like, I don't have any oil. I gave it to the Saudis. And he's like, oh, uh, then I'm taking your security force. And I was like, so here's the other thing that I didn't understand. And I guess it's because it's the monkey's paw. Uh-huh. But I don't really know the story of the monkey's paw. I, I'm going to well, have no, to. No, the monkey's paw is basically. So basically it's no, like the. It's when you wish for something, something is taken from you. Uh-huh. But I don't. To me, that's not like when you tell me you just wished for something and it came true. There's no transactional thing here. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, that's such a weird concept and one that I'm not super familiar with. This idea that Maxwell Lord gives you a wish and then he can just take whatever the fuck he wants. I'm like, how? Yeah. I didn't get that. And it, I was like, are you assuming all the entire audience is going into this knowing that there is a transactional component to wishing? Right. Because I didn't know that. Yeah, it's there's a lot of assu- it's not in every assumptions. Fucking, yeah, it's a it's a huge assumption, and I was like, why the fuck is Maxwell Lord able to do this? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. So that's what I mean. What the fuck is he getting out of this, and why? Yeah. Um. So then he takes the whole security force, and he like drives away, and he's like, "Who has oil? You know, he wants the, the oil." Yeah, and so and Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman shows up. up, and then she ends up. We find out that to bring Steve, in order to bring Steve back, the trade off was that she. Uh, well, we're starting to realize we're it. starting to realize these things. So it's like she we really realized the trade off was that, you know, her, her powers, powers are diminishing. So like there's parts where like she's trying to like, you know, just do superhero shit. She's getting shot. She's getting shot. She's getting damaged, you know, and she's, you know, she's losing. She loses her grip on the rope at one point, you know. Yeah. Because so she has to like stop this fight, you know, because there's a big like this. I didn't find this part very. I didn't really care about this set piece. Uh, the the cars and the explosions yeah. and the truck flipping over and why do these guys have all these boxes I don't know but like I didn't really particularly I wasn't really particularly impressed by this I was just like okay whatever it's a standard car chase uh-huh. um, but there's this one part where she has to like stop it's the very end um, because she has to save these kids who are playing soccer in the field 
or in the middle of the road. And I was like, if these kids are fucking stupid enough that they can't look <laughs> down a straightaway, it's not a curve. They can see these fucking guys coming for two miles. And you can't see those cars to get out of the way. You know what, kids? Sorry. And like, they don't even notice it like right when the truck's right out the of The truck's them. right there. You don't hear them? Like all four, your parents are there. There's people. Yeah. At this station, there's all sorts of people. Nobody tells you to get out of the fucking road. Yeah. So that was kind of dumb. That was dumb. So yeah, so she... She ends up, and this is where she calls Chris and Wiggins. Like, hey, Chris and Wig, I we need I, to figure out what's going on with this. When she rock. picked up the, I guess there was like a gold loop around the dick. Uh, there was a cock ring yeah. on it. Oh, there was a cock ring. Yes. There, so she picked up the cock ring, which is all that's left of the stone, and went, oh wait, there's like the writing of the gods on the inside. So she wants to know where this stone originated from. So that that's when after this big truck thing. She calls Kristen Wiggs like, can you figure that out for me? Yeah. Can you do me some research and, and figure that out? And she's like, yeah, that's cool. So Kristen Wiggs actually ends up, this, this is actually kind of crazy, where Kristen Wiggs like, hey, I found a flyer of a guy yeah. <laughs> who right. lives in a, lives in a, 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 a fucking a, hovel, a, a hovel next to some record store. And apparently he has like a. I don't. I don't know. I forgot what it was. But he's, he says he's a Mayan shaman. Yeah, he's a Mayan shaman. So and so she goes to this guy's place, and you know, and she somehow finds her way back, finds her way back to the invisible plane, and gets back to Cairo. I thought she Cairo. ran really fast or something because there's that one. There's a shot, and I didn't see it till this morning, where it's like the flash is running, and she goes shoom, like really, really quick. You know, when the flash would run, yeah. I think it's her carrying steve running back to dc and what, it's like water no it's like down a field and i was like what was that but they have to get but they have to get to i'm just telling you what i saw this morning because oh, okay. i was like oh that's how because she goes oh well that was fast yeah so kristen wig by the way when she shows up to this guy is wearing this coat that's like fucking to die for i'm like oh can i have that coat yeah. and these great boots just amazing she looks great this is the part where too where we see a wrestling magazine from 1984 yes where I, people were literally texting you to watch out for this yeah so people people are like hey watch out for this wrestling magazine it's like oh there's a wrestling magazine <laughs> if there's a wrestling magazine you know sean's hearing about it that, that is my that is that is that is how we know we're in 1984 because there's a pwi from 1984 with jerry yes. lawler on the cover that guy is reading that 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 is something that when the, the set designer was like you know what wrestling magazines that's what this guy's gonna be into wrestling magazines and i'm like is that me yes it's you <laughs> is, am i am i am i a mayan shaman all of a sudden <laughs> so basically this mayan Cause, guy cause is, it's, it's basically like diana figures out that everybody who had the stone every time it shows up in history it's right before these civilizations collapse uh-huh so they go to this guy and he's like, hey, my grandfather left me this amazing book. Mm -hmm. This like Mayan book talking about the stone. And it's just like your society, your society is going to collapse because because the stone is because fucking bad news because the stone is a monkey's paw and people give up so much and it descends into chaos and we all die. And yeah. so Chris Pine is like, you know, that means everybody needs to renounce their wishes, which can you fucking do that? I didn't know that applied because I mean that that was the case. You cannot do wishes. Yeah, they're just they're they're permanent. I thought so. Yeah. So this is where I think we're, we we kind of got to jump ahead here because, like, this is where like eventually where Maxwell Lord I think goes to the president. Yeah, this is where he's doing the whole. I can't, he has to touch everybody. Yeah. And he's like, I can't, I can't do this one by one. I have to go to the president again. Why? 
I still don't understand what he wants. So he goes to the president, whatever. And this is where everybody meets up at the White House. So Diana meets up at the White House. Diana, Diana sneaks in with the White House with her friend. With her friend who wants with, to fuck her, but she has no interest in. Yeah, that clearly, clearly that guy's like, hey, oh, all yeah. right, yeah. And, she, and she's like, no. Nah. Yeah, because he was at the party. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was like, hey, Diana, you know, I'm interning at the White House. I was requested by name, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. So she calls him, and then he gets her in, and then <laughs> she fucking ditches him. What a witch. <laughs> Sorry. But there was also this weird... Um, there's also a scene that I thought was really important where we learn about the armor or whatever, but Steve is just like, Hey Diana, maybe you shouldn't mope over me for 60 years. Yeah, he does. He did. We do, we the, do get that. Yeah. He's the only person who like points it out and he's like, you know, you could have friends and she's like, I want to talk about a Steve. So they go to the white house. I want your D. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell Lord is there giving the president wishes. Well, should we, we mentioned about this armor. Real quick. Yeah. So so basically, so... So Diana has the armor. In her apartment. She found it after Asteria, Etheria, whatever her name is. Listeria. Yeah, Listeria. No, it's Listeria. Listeria Listeria is a a disease. It is. Uh, It's bacteria. Um, It's like Asteria. Bacteria? Yeah. Asteria, Asteria. I can't remember her name. She's like, I searched for her because she was the one to stay behind to protect all the Amazons while we escaped to Themyscira. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I couldn't find her, but all I found was her armor. And now it's hanging out in my apartment, like wrapped up in this gross cloth. Uh-huh. So that's it. So she just has this armor. Yeah, she has armor. So we go to the White House and, you know, and so all, so Maxwell Lord is like, hey, I actually, what is he? He wants, he wants, basically he wants all the power and influence from the president that the, he, pre- he wants the president be, has. He wants to be like tax exempt. He wants to be basically an independent country. Yes. He's like, I'm an independent country. Oh, hey, what are these cool boards uh, in your office with the satellite? And this is where he's like bleeding from the nose. Yeah. Like, he's a fucking mess, this whole movie. Yeah. He's bleeding from the fucking nose. And, he, and the president's like, oh, it it works like the Star Wars program. It's because it can like hijack all the technology it touches. And, and, and it touches people. And he's like. It touches. Touch. Because he, literally, he literally says at one point, he goes, I want to touch everybody at once. <laughs> yeah, he's like, because he's like, I can't keep doing this because it's like wrecking him. He's like, yeah. I can't keep doing this one by one. And so he's just like, I need to touch everybody at the same time. And I'm like, again, for what purpose? Uh, anyway. So he gets this. So he. he he's he, like, I got to go to the satellite. He's going to go to the satellite. But first, we're going to have a fight. First, we have a big fight. Which I thought this fight was good. It was good. It was, I enjoyed it was, it was, this it was, one. It was good because that's where we first get, um, we get, you know, Kristen Wiig. I think it's where Kristen Wiig and Dan, Diana first start fighting. Yes. This is where we first see, like, Kristen Wiig kind of show up where she's not cheetah cheetah, but she's, like, come into her powers. Yeah, and she doesn't want uh, anybody to fuck with Maxwell Lord because she's having such a great time being. Yeah, she doesn't know, want to have to renounce her wish. Yeah, she doesn't want to give her up anything so so her so they subdue steve and diana and they go there is a really great scene a really great part here where like steve has maxwell lord and he like has him up against a wall and he handcuffs him and maxwell lord goes what do you want to be do you want to be a real boy like the way he says it's really great yeah he's like no I don't want to be handcuffed to you, but I am. And I'm just like, 
fucking answer is that anyway so there, there's a couple like really good things there's, there's that and then there's a little good which i thought was really interesting after the president's like yes give him whatever he wants um pedro pascal does this thing where he like points at his ear and then points at everybody else kind of like you heard him yeah just like this little and i was like that's kind of cool that's like a little cool little nuance yeah but it's like it's immediate too that yeah. everybody starts following him and but there's also people running into the president's house to be like the fuck is going on right yeah there's all this fighting and like guns and steve has a sword at one point and one of them is like no you can't stab them <laughs> yeah she's like which i'm like no, no don't <laughs> kill it's like he's like but, but batman kills yeah and, and so like they fight and there's like kind of a great fight there uh but eventually like diana's really taking a lot of damage because she's losing her powers so Kristen wig tells maxwell lord to leave so he runs out and she to like the helicopter uh-huh. uh, and Kristen Wiig goes with him. Yeah. Like follows him. Um, and Diana's just like, Bleh. and she's like, no, Barbara, you know, what did this cost you? And it's like, kind of nothing. Kind of nothing. She's like, it's like it costed you, You're, costed your, it cost you your warmth and like just genuine good nature. And I'm like, yeah, that, uh, like, is that really, really like, that's not really a huge price to pay for fucking Amazonian strength. Yeah. I think it's, I think there it's, it's kind of like a, it's not, she doesn't have anything tangible that she loses. Like I think that's a big like she problem. She doesn't lose her, let's say her hair yeah, or her intelligence Her intelligence or like she doesn't lose, you know, she doesn't lose like, you know, the ability, like a limb or ability to speak or something that's like, yeah, she doesn't lose something that's actually valuable to her. And I think that's the biggest problem with her character is she doesn't, there's nothing for her to be like, this is what, this is the price Barbara Minerva paid. Yeah. Cause the price she pays really isn't anything. So no. it's like, well, no fucking wonder she doesn't want to renounce anything. No. So she's, she's like, like, I got a sweet deal. Yeah. So Cause let, at least you can say with Maxwell Lord, he's fucking falling apart. Yeah. He's bleeding all over the place. Yeah. She doesn't really lose anything except she's not nice to that homeless guy anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, but I mean, like, she might have just had a bad day. She could be nice to him tomorrow. Like, yeah, that's true. not a price. Right. So anyway, they um go to wherever the, the satellite facility is. Um and Steve is like taking Diana, I'm assuming back to her apartment. They're like walking through the street. Oh, yeah, because everything's going shit crazy. No, wait. Yeah, everything's going fucking crazy at this point where there's, like, a guy who wanted a farm and there's cows and there's, like, riots in the streets and stuff. And it's basically now. <laughs> Actually, do enjoy the cows. guy. Do enjoy the guy with the cut with the farm. Because <laughs> this guy just goes, he just walks by a guy and he's like, I wanted a farm. The guy gave one, asked me if I wanted a farm, but not here. Yeah. And there's just cows just there. It's kind of like a like a like a like a Lego kind of thing. It's like, hey, so so could you help me with my cows? By you this know? apartment building? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's really what it is. And like, so this is where Steve pulls her aside. It's like, hey, I had a really great life. But I'm fucking creeped out that I live in this dude's body. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he should. Uh, and he's like, you know, you got to let me go. You got to renounce your wish, which everybody in this movie saying I renounce my wish. is just so fucking weird because we're not teenagers. We are adults. Yeah. Um, he's like, you got to renounce your wish. You got to let me go. And she's like, no, I don't want to let you go. And he's like, no, really? You got to let me go. And she goes, I'll never love again. And he goes, no, I really kind of hope you will. Like he even tells her like, there's better dudes out there than me. Yeah. And and he's, he's right though. Like if somebody you love. Get out there and experience a smorgasbord of dick. Kind of. Like, dude, if I drop dead tomorrow, 
I would hope after an appropriate time of mourning that you would go find somebody else. Well, I same, wouldn't, I same. wouldn't want you to be like, I'll never love again. And I'm going to spend the next 40 years of my life alone. Fucking why? Yeah. I wouldn't want that for you. And I don't understand like why Diana thinks Steve would want it for her. No, but it does. It no. I can't get into it again because of Puppet Man. Yeah, the whole puppet, pup, the whole uh, quantum leap. I'm in this guy's body thing is really. It, it really fucks with my head. It's and really so, weird. Like, so she's like, I renounce my wish, and she starts running, and she like heals up. But when she does that, that means that that poor guy just appears back in his body, standing in the middle of a riot. <laughs> yeah, right. This guy's just like, wait a minute. So what's been happening? Holy shit! Where the world is I on fire. Been? For the past however many days, where the fuck have I been? So she runs off, and this is where she, like, lassos something. I don't... Wind? I don't know what she lassos. It's kind of like, like how Spider-Man, like, shoots his web, and he just shoots it at buildings, but you don't really see where he's shooting it. I mean, what well, I'm like, okay, so maybe it was the clock tower in this one scene, but there definitely is a part where, like, she lassos lightning and also a cloud. She lassos... Literally like, lassos a cloud. Is it because it's magic? Or maybe she lassos a current and she can, you could lasso a current? I don't know. And this is where she flies, where she learns how to fly and you hear Steve's voice over it. Oh, now Wonder Woman flies. Okay, great. But then I'm like, where, how long has she been flying? Where did she go? Because then she's like, oh, I need to go back to my apartment to get this armor. Yeah, she flies like way away from wherever she is, where, where from DC is, was, presumably. Yeah, I'm like, you're not but that then she's far. Like, did she get, did she probably gets like wherever she's going, halfway where she's going. She's like, oh shit. It has to turn back, right? And go get her her wing armor. Yeah. So she goes back and she gets and she. So we're now we're at the um this facility. place, this place facility. And so basically, Maxwell Lord is like, "Hey, I'm here, you know, to touch the world. So put me on camera and everything. You know, he even gets some guy. He gets some guy to be it. like, "Don't you wish this for me?" And he's like, "Yes." And he's like, "Okay, great." And he gets on camera, and so he's on camera in front of like the white house backdrop or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Hey world. It's me. He also neat trick manages to hijack computers in 1984 before the fucking internet exists. Uh huh. I'm like, or video cards well, yeah, apparently or he, sound. Yeah. Apparently he has access to all monitors, even yeah. like dot matrix, like the, like the fucking I mean. green and blue black monitors. Yeah. I'm like, that's a fucking trick, man. Some, somebody's playing Oregon trail and it's all of a sudden his face <laughs> just shows up. I'm Max Bolzor like, oh, died from dysentery. These have amazing video cards before the technology yeah, existed, right? apparently. Because even like in his office, like, you know, his, his son's there and he's watching his dad on this monitor. And yeah, it's like, it's like uh, a little TV. And I'm like, that's not how computers were. Believe like, me, no, I was around. You'd just be a little turtle with the little, <laughs> the little fucking little flashing thing. The yeah, turtle. you'd be like a little, little dots. When, you know, when you're on the Oregon Trail, it's like. Nah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. I'm going to shoot this buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> You can't carry that much meat, Maxwell Lord. God damn it. That always pissed me off. I'd shoot a buffalo and tell me it couldn't carry it. That was like the only interesting part of the game for me. <laughs> to be honest, it's like, oh, I get to shoot a buffalo? Great. <laughs> Sorry, Maxwell Lord. You've killed too much meat. Um, so he's like, time for everybody to just fucking wish shit. Go ahead. I grant. And then he starts saying, like, granted. Yeah, he's just running he's around going, granted, granted, granted. And he's granted. like. And then he like, cause he starts bleeding again and he turns around and he's like, and in return, I will take your health, your life, whatever. Which somehow does not immediately kill everybody. That's what I mean. Shouldn't everybody just immediately get really sick? Yeah. 
even though they're getting their wishes granted, but they get to, but they all have to die because yeah, shouldn't, he's taking everything from them. Shouldn't they at least start like their noses should start bleeding? Like, shouldn't they start having the physical effects? Mm-hmm. And nobody, it, they seem fine. He's just like, I take your health, and everybody's like, cool, we're still fine. And I'm like, how? And so this is where Diana, while all this is happening, um, Diana fights Cheetah, and I did not like this fight. No. I didn't like it because to me, first off, it's really hard to follow what's going on because there's a lot of CGI glop. CGI glop, and also it's darker. It's darker. We see Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. It looks terrible. Yeah. I really Oh, that reminds me too about that part earlier where she where Wonder Woman was trying to she's she's she she runs she she gets leaves Steve. Yeah. And she's running down the street. Oh yeah, she looks and her legs are just like it's like, bop, 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 bop. It's like, it's like, what kind of fucking jib jab is this shit? <laughs> it looked really bad. <laughs> the way she's running down that street looks terrible. Right. So she goes, and, goes to fight. You know, well, uh, Kristen. And because so Christian Wiggins become cheetah because Maxwell Lord's like, I'm just going to give you something. I'm feeling generous. And she's like, I want to be an apex predator. And so while he's she does like, not turn into Randy Orton, no, which would have been really fucking funny if she turned into Randy Orton. Turns into a four year old Randy Orton. You know what? That has got to be the fucking ending of a botchamania. Where it's just that scene, I wish I was an apex predator, and then it's her as Cheetah, but with Randy Orton's face. <laughs> RKO, I'm nowhere. I'm Maxwell Ward. <laughs> but like, so, and he's like, give me your health and give her your rage. Yeah. Um, And then, so she's now this Cheetah thing. It looks awful. And then her and Wonder Woman are going to fight. Wonder Woman's in her armor. And Armor doesn't do shit. Armor doesn't do shit because Kristen Wiig like rips through it in like three seconds. Um, and they're fighting and then there's all these electrical lines, which if she's pulling them down, shouldn't that immediately cut Maxwell Lord's transmission? Uh-huh. Should. But then there's also like, it's pretty common knowledge that, and I feel like every little kid knows this because every little kid's probably asked like, how can birds sit on a power line and not get electrocuted? Mm-hmm. And it's because electricity takes the shortest path, right? So it's not going to go up through the bird and back to the line. It's going to go. That's why they don't get electrocuted. But if you touch one power line and another, you are now the shortest path and you will be electrocuted. And they're all over this fucking thing, just grabbing this power line and that one, making all these connections. They're totally fine. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not how this works, you guys. And finally, at the very end, they're in the water. And Diana's like, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry, Chris Wig. I'm going to have to electrocute you. The power line falls in the water. Somehow Wonder Woman is fine. Well, because she's superhuman. She's superhuman, but shouldn't it tickle something? <laughs> right? They, they literally both get electrocuted. And so then she just leaves Chris and Wig and like goes into her. Chris Wig doesn't die, but she, she doesn't gets, die. She, yeah. And so she leaves her and she goes inside. Because. Kristen Wiig has Wonder Woman's powers. Yeah. So why did it affect Kristen Wiig? Yeah, she should. And she it should didn't be fucking equal, affect it Wonder should, Woman. It should have just been like, the fuck are you trying to do? Nothing's. Yeah, nothing. it's it's either it zaps them both or it doesn't zap either. Yeah. So whatever. She goes in and Maxwell Lord's just like having a grand grand old time. Yeah. Uh, just just Pedro Pascal just chewing all the scenery. He really does in this scene. He's just really going for it. And so she rips the camera down and it doesn't matter. There's kind of like um, like a Batman Forever light signal-y thing. Where oh, like, right. Uh, where, you know where what I'm talking about when like the thing comes back into Jim Carrey's head? Yeah. It's kind of like what this is. He like takes off his suspenders and like goes in his tie. I, th- I thought he was going to get naked. I did like, too. I was, I was like, like, what are you, what's going on here? 
what's happening in this movie? I was like, also, where did your suspenders go? <laughs> because in the next scene, they're not even like clipped to him. Oh, it doesn't matter. So he like goes and he stands in the middle of this and he's just like, I wish I'm doing wishes. <laughs> and he's like, he's having a great time. Yeah. You have to say he went for it. I still don't know if it works in this movie, but he did go for it. And then Wonder Woman's like trying to get to him and she keeps getting blown backwards. And then somehow she lassos his foot and then she talks to everybody. She has this big speech about telling everyone, like basically like, hey, you I'm know, talking through Maxwell Lord. Talking through Maxwell Lord. Maybe you should, you know, understand that all this, these, all this stuff is really bad that he's doing and you need to renounce your wishes. Yeah. And so, but as this is happening, I guess, because he, he's granting all these wishes. So you see across the world, yeah, not just in the United States, but in the world, and people are just having all these different things happen to them. So like one woman's in a restaurant, she's like, oh, geez, I wish I was famous. And then- All of a sudden she's famous. All of a sudden she's famous because people are starting knocking on the window or whatever. And then another one where a woman, we're in Ireland or we're in mm -hmm. England or whatever. Yeah, England. And some woman's like yelling at- I wish all you Irish would go back to where you came from. He goes, I wish you would drop dead. She drops dead. And then like all the cops start like arresting, I'm assuming Irish people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, itchy's Irish. <laughs> You're like, okay. And then there's like, I wish I had a million dollars. Um, I wish I had a Porsche. I wish. And then there's like all of these like weird rebel factions who are like, I wish we had nukes. I wish we had more guns. And I'm like, why are these people here? Yeah. Um, it's really, it's really it's so weird. It, it's really, that's weird. And then the other thing I thought was really weird about this Maxwell Lord scene where he's in the middle of this thing he has his back to Wonder Woman. And I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, he should at least, she's the threat. Shouldn't he be facing her? Even though she's down, he keeps his back to her the whole scene. And he keeps talking to her over his shoulder. Yeah. Which I thought was such an odd direction. I was yeah. like, what? I don't know. Maybe it's because he's so arrogant that he doesn't need to even face her. Uh, I guess. I mean, because he keeps yelling, like, I'll give you your pilot. But he's, like, yelling over his shoulder at her. Yeah. Which is strange. And also, too, with these wishes, like, there's a lot of this going on. We were talking about this this morning. Like, where... Sean wanted to wish for a sandwich. I wanted to wish for a sandwich. <laughs> I wanted a, a sandwich with the... with the. You kept saying a good sandwich. Good sandwich. So, you know, <laughs> the sandwich has avocado on it. God damn it. <laughs> um, I renounced my wish. <laughs> Everyone has a wish. Take the sandwich away. So, no, but there's a lot of people like asking for shit. But it's like also like okay, so those people in England, the one person's like, uh, "Fuck the," you know, it's like, "Hey, you, whatever, fucking Irish could, whatever." Wouldn't the people there being attacked be like, "Man, I wish this wasn't happening to me." That's what I. And don't then that understand. would just negate it. But then somebody else is like, "No." Irish get arrested and then that somebody else goes, no, no, I don't, don't exactly. Irish. Like, isn't there like a shit ton of like wishes canceling each other right? out? Cause there's a whole, there's a kid and he's like, I wish I was a king. And I'm like, well, if everybody wishes they were a king, well then nobody's a fucking king. So you've just negated everything. So where's, there's not that. There's gotta be some weird body. Oh God. But yeah. There's no weird cancellation of the wishes. There's no like, because there's so many people wishing for the same thing. You kind of don't get anything. Right. 
So there's none of that going we also, on. We also don't see a lot. I kind of wish we had more scenes of just people wishing stuff, like some 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 guy just being like, "Man, I wish I had all the muscles." But right. then they have like, <laughs> all, it's just like this Cronenberg thing. Like, he just has like everybody's muscles, like just. Blah, just oh yeah, he's like, like it's a bu- fucking terrifying. He's a blob. <laughs> he just he has like thirteen shoulder decks, you know. And it's just it's just like ah, just, oh my god, what's going right? On? Like where's that sort of like where's the weird shit? You know I want to see the weird shit. You know it's happening. And you know what, too? It's like just probably people, man, man, I wish I could fuck so and so. Fuck Brooke Shields and like Brooke Shields. I wish I wish Brooke Shields would give me a blowjob right now. And it's, uh, poor Brooke Shields is probably just rocking, running around with her mouth open. Yeah, I'd be like, no, no. no. And she's like trying not to, but she's like, I can't help it because somebody wished me to give it. She's like, I wish I wasn't giving blowjobs. So then she doesn't have to give a blowjob. Right. Again, it's negating these things. And how does this work? So, and, and also, I demand answers. Yeah. And also, it's like, I guess you only get one wish. So the people have already wished for stuff, can't wish for something again. Yeah. While all this is going on, his kid, Alistair, whatever, Alistair uh, Black, Mal, uh, Maxwell Lord's kid, is screaming at the, the screen that he just wants his daddy to come home. But the kid's already made a wish on accident. Because he wished for, like, because it's, because he's his, like, oh, I wish you were great too, daddy. But he, like, touches his leg. Because you could see him, like, the kid's going to make a wish and he like pushes him back. He's like, no, 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 don't. Yeah. And then he accidentally touches his leg and makes a wish. And so he gets it. So he's already used his wish. So he's like, I wish you were home, daddy, whatever. And so finally Wonder Woman's like, hey, Maxwell Lord, the only thing that really matters is the truth. Uh, why don't you think about it? Here's some flashbacks about your life. Yeah. About your dad. Here's when you had really... dark hair like you normally would have. Yeah. There is a scene where he gets his dark hair back. And you're like, oh, that's so much better. Because this is like weird highlight. Is that a piece up there? I don't know. I think it's a Do you of... think they like put, because he's got a lot of he hair. He has Ted Koppel hair. He's, yeah. But he's got a lot of hair anyway. But it's always a mess. Yeah. All the time. So I'm like, is that a piece? Because it's also a mess. Or did they just put like, temporary spray in there to give it a color it's possible because it's a mess yeah if it were a wig you'd think it wouldn't move no like they could i was was looking at his i was looking at his i don't know about wigs so well i know it could be a human hair wig i mean it might be a really good wig it's just a wig whatever and Um, wigged and they're like hey remember all this shit about your being a kid and how you were bullied because you are the poor immigrant kid you know, who eats weird food and doesn't speak English and whatever. And how dare he eats a tamale? Right. Well, I mean, remember back in the eighties, fucking white people didn't know what tamales were. Well, yeah. We were, we were afraid of tacos. In the I 80s. mean, do you remember, do you, I mean, seriously, do you remember when sushi was like, Oh, sushi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, then I discovered sushi is great. Sushi's delicious. But I mean, like it was such a, Oh my God, who would eat sushi? Raw fish. Right. Like this That's ridiculous, weird. like an entire culture has been doing it for centuries. How about you shut the fuck up? Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, it was that whole thing. And then you see him like starting his little consultancy firm and, and then he's like, Oh, wait a second. I love my son. Yeah. I love my son. Like, that's really what this movie becomes. And this is where like he gets a redemption arc and I don't understand why. I mean, okay. I understand the outside reasons for why, because when they were filming this, they were also filming the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian blew the fuck up. Uh-huh. Right. So all of a sudden he's a hot property. Pedro Pascal's a hot property. So they don't want to lose him. So they give him a redemption arc so they can still bring him back if they want to. 
Right. But story-wise, Maxwell Lord, why did he get a redemption arc? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't really... It doesn't it, make any sense. It doesn't feel... It, and also, too, this is another, I don't know, just a week, week out. Yeah, you know, it is. For, you know, trying to get I feel the, like it's a totally different ending than the one they probably had planned. Probably. Because, I mean, I was thinking, like, well, they definitely have to kill him. I, that's exactly to, what know, I thought. I was, it was either, either everybody renounces a witch or they kill him. I, I thought was, it would have to be... I thought what was going to happen is everybody renounces their wish... And if he renounces his wish, he kind of just disappears because the stone reappears. Yeah. And maybe that was how it was originally supposed to go. But again, now we have all this other stuff going on over here where the Mandalorian is huge and everybody loves Pedro Pascal. Yeah. So now he's, I've got this redemption arc. I'm a caring father who loves this weird child. And now he's like running through a field towards a fucking kid. His son comes out of the woods like fucking and it, it's a great, I'm not like, saying like it's, a, it's, it's a very looking. well acted scene. He's got tears in his eyes. Everybody's happy. You, you believe him. But at the same time, you're just like, why did Maxwell Lord get this? I, I don't, don't know. And, and, but, but Barbara Cheetah didn't get shit. She just got to be sad on yeah. a mountain. Yeah. She got to be sad after Wonder Woman saved her. There's you know? no redemption for her. There's no anything for her. Really? She just kind of, disappear like we see her at the well, all we do is see her like at the end just like looking at the the sunrise or whatever yeah being being angry sad yeah so it. so we never learn if she like did she learn did, did she become does like, she, a person again yeah, does she find her humanity again does she you know or say or does she decide fuck it i'm going full hog into villainy yeah like there's nothing for her there's just like maxwell lord is now he has this amazing scene with his son and because she didn't renounce her wish so no. like everybody else renounced their wish and every you know and, and there was because there's this whole thing too where like the president's like i wish we had more nukes and then everybody else and like and, and then, rush so is that, like i'm gonna fire on you we're gonna fire on you yeah and then he's like i renounce my wish and then the nukes just disappear yeah like literally there's an explosion and it just kind of goes. Whoop, yeah. It just turns into ash basically. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, so that's weird. So now cheetahs on a mountain. We never see her again. Maxwell Lord ends in this field with his kid. He he's everything is fine. He loves his, his even, son. even though even though the field is full of trash, I go to Genesis and he get his son was at Woodstock ninety nine. <laughs> yes, he was. It's right. like I'm hiding from Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was in the fucking trees. He's like, man, water's eighteen fucking dollars. Water's eighteen dollars, and they're and playing they're gonna, break stuff. I gotta get out of here. And they're gonna burn shit down. I gotta get the fuck out of here, smart kid. <laughs> um, so th so that's it. I mean, Mas Maxwell Lord never pays a price for. What oh, yeah, he just no did. There's him. no consequence. It's just he gets to be back with his kid. Yeah. Uh, and then Wonder Woman. Now it's Christmas. <laughs> and Wonder Woman. I mean, it literally looks like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. It literally looks like a Hallmark movie. And Wonder Woman's just like looking at all these people, and then she meets the guy whose body Chris Pine was in. And I'm like, you fucked this guy. Yeah. And he has no recollection. And he's wearing like the outfit she really liked, but Chris Pine didn't like. And he's like, she's like, nice outfit. He's like, you just made my whole day. Thanks so much. She's like, all right, happy holidays. And then he leaves. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and then this little girl like, like, like lets a balloon go. And she's like, 
Oh, humanity. Also, great. also, some kids hit her with a snowball. <laughs> that, that does happen. Where and she's like, "Oh, it's okay." It's like, "No, you just, should fucking hit, hit, hit that kid it. with your rope." It's like, bah! <laughs> and, Fuck you, kids. And she's just like, "Oh, there's so many amazing things." Look at these kids throwing snowballs at and, me. This is adorable. And that's how the movie ends. And that's it. And then we get a post-credit scene of whatever that Amazon lady is, and it just happens to be Linda Carter, which yeah. I was actually really excited about. Yeah, bacteria. She has yeah. That. I thought she was, I was like, oh my God, it's Linda Carter, who looks amazing. Yeah. By Linda the way. Carter like, look, look, looks like she. Linda yeah. Carter does not look a day over 45. She's just. Even though she's like probably she's, in her 70s. She's got to be. She looked great. Actually, how old is Linda Carter? Good question. She looked amazing. That was really great. Because, you know, you just see. How old is Linda Carter? Linda Carter is 69 years old. Ooh, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just Chris Pratt, just like nice. <laughs> but like, you just see this dark-haired woman walking, and she's but, walking through a farmer's market wearing a big flowy outfit. Oh, and, it was a great outfit. And then the, and then, it was uh, great. That yeah. whole blue cape thing was great. Yeah, she wore a cape. She, she was, uh, and I was like, I'm gonna like, be a cape. And, like, and, then, and something snaps. I thought there was gonna be. I thought for a second it was gonna be like ghost ship when everybody <laughs> got cut in half by like a big wire. But sadly, it didn't. Sadly, that wasn't the end of the the post credit scene in a Wonder Woman movie. I would have fucking lost my shit if everybody just <laughs> cut in half, except for Wonder Woman. That would have been funny. Anyways, so she. She uh, like a wire snaps and like a like a uh, like thing a, falls like a like a tent like a like a uh, electricity pole falls and she just kind of stops it with her hand yeah and and it, you know saves this woman and so woman's like oh my god you saved my baby what's your name and she's like yeah she goes oh I have to thank you yeah and she turns around and she goes I'm Listeria and she goes oh that's pretty she goes it's from my culture I was like that sounds weird you just say thank you thank you okay. Yeah, I just did it, something. It just sounded weird. And then she was just like, oh, it's no big deal. But I've been doing this for a long time. The lines were bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, again, so I'm many. I'm 69. And girl, everyone just goes, nice. Yeah. Some of, oh, there's so many very bad lines in this movie that, again, every actor well, does part, the best they can. There's with. that part in the, the Smithsonian where, like, Pedro Pascal is just getting crazy and shit. And I just go, yo, man, you're corny. Yeah. <laughs> As if you can hear me. Yeah, but no, that's that's what he was doing. Like, oh, I'm a monster, and then Kristen Wiig's like, oh my god, where my friend go? <laughs> that's literally <laughs> the line. <laughs> yeah, there's some dumb. There was some. It was some. It was dumb. <sighs> there's some dumb shit going on in this movie, guys. Um, it's it's really weird. Again, there's so many things. I'm just like, why was that the choice you made for the story here? Yes. There could have been different choices could have been made that would have made a lot more sense. Uh-huh. It's weird. It has, especially in the beginning where there's like a woman like walking, she's like power walking, she's wearing like stuff and some guy almost hits her. It really I feels- I thought that was Kristen Wiig. No, it's just some woman. And the 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 firebird almost hits her, the red car. Yeah, is that Kristen Wiig? She, there's, she, she comes in a little later, but this is just some random woman. Oh, okay. At the very beginning. And- it does have, and I was telling this, at least in the beginning, I don't feel it does in the end, but in the beginning, it has a real Bronze Age comic. Oh, 100%. Uh, there's a lot, especially when, like, all this weird shit starts happening. It's like Mr. Mitzi Pitts Picklick is fucking with Superman, and he just has to make him say his name backwards. That's how a lot of the feeling I got from here, until it gets, like, 
until like the third act. Mm-hmm. I feel like those first two acts, that's kind of how I feel with it. Where yeah. it's just this like crazy shit going on, very bronze agey, very weird, which, you know, I love. But yeah. because there's so many odd choices in the, like, especially with like Chris Pine, Maxwell Lord's Ark, all these weird things that are happening. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, it, it, there's a disconnect for yeah. me. Yeah, there definitely is some, uh, some tomfoolery going on that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, especially for this kind of movie that you would, you know, I feel like a lot of times with these, with the Wonder Woman movie, you would want to see it being really empowering and it doesn't really feel that way as much as feels like it's zany. Yeah. I feel it, it does feel zany. And I feel like the big, I mean, Wonder Woman does get an arc, but basically it's like, I was sad for Steve. Steve told me not to be sad. I'm no longer sad. Mm-hmm. That's her arc where Maxwell Lord gets. I'm so very insecure and you can see the insecurity. Uh Like, I feel like, I mean, and maybe this kind of, it's supposed to parallel our life now, but I see a lot of insecurity in that performance Uh is in like who Maxwell Lord is. He's very insecure because he wants to be this big shot and he's not, and he wants to be. I would never buy it, right? Right. But again, 70 plus million people bought that Trump is some strong man, but the rest of us see through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe that was kind of the parallel there. But I was just like, he gets this, like, I'm super insecure. I've got to be this huge big guy. I'm going to be this rich. And now I'm like, the only thing that actually matters is my son. I feel like his arc is so much more interesting than what Wonder Woman gets. And yeah. that's what I mean by this is a Maxwell Lord. Yeah, it's a Maxwell Lord movie, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. Um, but we've been talking about this for almost as long as the movie has. Are you serious? No, we're, we're, oh. we're well. We're getting there. <laughs> oh my god, we're getting there. Well, you just let me. Uh, well, we did have what like a thirty-minute chunk on why I love Pedro Pascal. Yeah, which was necessary. <laughs> I feel that it was. But uh, as far as ranking this, he's movie, a really good actor. People put him in more stuff. Yeah, no, he's Can good. We just say that. No, he's good. Um, I would rank this movie. I don't like it. I definitely like it better than like Justice League and oh. like Superman or uh, Bivis. Mm. Oh, um, definitely better than Bivis. Definitely better than Bivis. Bivis is like a fucking F minus. <laughs> F plus. <laughs> Not even F plus. F minus. Uh, um, is better than Man of Steel. It's more entertaining than Man of Steel. More entertaining than Man of Steel. Yeah, I'd give you that. But there's also, uh, but I, I think. Mm, I'd have to watch it again, but I think Aquaman is better. It's just a better story. Just a better, mm. it's just a tighter story, even though it's pretty, even though it's pretty bloated. Yeah, it's very bloated. It's pretty bloated. Um, I feel like I had more fun with Aquaman. Yeah, definitely had more fun. Yeah. Definitely had more fun with Aquaman. It's more of just a straight action movie and it feels a bit more, you know, focused on the main character and not the villain. Even though we get a lot, you know, we get a lot of, you know, antith- you know, a lot of uh, antagonists in that movie. Cause there's like, a ton of people in that movie. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. I mean, I guess we're saying we're Birds of Prey and, mm. you know, uh, Suicide Squad. I mean, I don't really even count those. I mean, I, I like Birds of Prey. I do too. I'd have to actually watch it again too and see. Yeah, I think I'd have to watch it again because a lot of these I've only seen once. Wonder what this one I did see twice. I would say if I was going to give this a letter grade, C minus. I wouldn't go. Mm, I give it a C. Okay, yeah, I think okay. a solid C. 
Yeah, fair it's, enough. You know, it's got its problems, but it's not it's average, you know, but it's definitely uh, more entertaining than some of the other movies oh, yeah. you know, when it comes to it's just definitely not grim. joy. Yeah, it's not grimdark. No. It's not Batman versus Superman. It's, you know, Where's wow. it's not Man of Steel. Uh, but it, I think, yeah, nobody's breaking necks in this movie. Yeah. But, uh, man of steel has the same man of steel. Superman's character has the same fucking problem that Diana has in this one where their arcs are just, I'm really sad because somebody died. Yeah. And now at the end, I'm not sad. Their arcs are exactly the same and you need the, for these two characters, God, they've got to be bigger. You know what I mean? They've yeah. got to be bigger. Well, that's a lot about Wonder Woman 1984. It's a ton. That's a lot. I'm hungry. I am hungry too. Look, Barbie put out a Wonder Woman Barbie. Isn't she pretty? Oh, well, she looks great. Yeah, she does. I kind of want it. Yeah. It's a Steve Trevor Ken, and he does not look like no, Steve No, he doesn't, Trevor. but he's big. He, he looks like. He looks uh, like he's in a boy band. <laughs> but I guess they come together. Oh, she's wearing the dress from that party? Yeah, the white dress. Is that, is that the scene from the party? Yeah, yeah, it's cute. And he's got a fanny pack. Oh, that's right. He does. He loves fanny packs. Oh, yeah, he popped for those fanny packs hard. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. And email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate, review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, Pandora, anywhere you get this podcast, tell your friends, uh, Google Podcasts, you know, make sure you get the word out there. And uh, we do appreciate you folks checking us out and uh, have a happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. Uh, And be safe. And uh, here's to uh, a a nice 2021. Oh, yeah, I can't even wish for it. I'm just so afraid (laughs) it's going to be terrible. So let's just say... um, Let's just try to do better next let's year, guys. Let's just try to do better. Yeah, let's just try to do better, folks. All right, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.